John and Joe, another episode ready to go. They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between. Cherishing make believe, get ready for Halloween. It's the horror show. I know you miss those guys. Tune in and find out what's on their list tonight. They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate. Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate. It's the horror show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the horror show. A show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite Halloween movies. <laughs> That's it. That's all we're going to talk about from here on out is Halloween movies. Uh, a very special episode for two reasons. Uh, it's a movie that was released to 24 hours ago, and it wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to release today. Um, and, uh, we, we have a guest on the line here. We got, uh, Paul. Hello, governor. <laughs> Honestly, Paul, when that voice started, I was like, fuck, his headphones are going out again. <laughs> well, he, for those that don't see video, he, he cupped his mouth and honestly stood still for like five seconds before doing anything. I was like, oh, we're fucked. <laughs> the, the, the fucking duck. I got, I got lag. Um, yeah, this was an important episode, so we had to bring Paul on. Uh, we all kind of shared our... Uh, we're talking about Halloween Ends, right? We are. The final the third, installment. The final, the third and final installment of the David Gordon Green trilogy. Um, I, how do we want to start this? So, You say his name with such contempt, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's... Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. So we also have to choose our live show, by the way, because um, it's Saturday. Oh, yeah. How about that? How about that? So we have to choose a winner from that contest. Uh, we'll choose that at the end of the episode, I no. guess. Or do you want to start off with that? I want to talk about Halloween, man. I know, I know, I know. Okay, so okay, so I know. So we'll do that at the end of the episode. We'll announce the movie we're doing live. Maybe I'll record a bumper at the beginning. So... You guys can be prepared. Um, and then, um, but just so you know, we will still take um, contest applications through the week and we'll close it out, I guess, on the uh, 28th, 28th, sure. The 20th is the last day. Um, and then we'll send out the codes and announce our winners on that episode. That'll be out on uh, November 1st. So happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Um, yeah, so the winner that we'll announce today, they'll be the, uh, we'll do their movie on the live show this Saturday, the 22nd. Uh, what time do we do that? 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time? Nine, yep. Um, and they will also receive a bundle on digital 4K Ultra HD. Uh, of Poltergeist and the Lost Boys, thanks to our friends over at Warner Brothers. 80s classics, the Lost Boys and Poltergeist revolutionized the horror movie genre with original storytelling and unmatched cinematic direction. Relive the fascination and fear on Poltergeist and the Lost Boys now on 4K Ultra HD. You can uh, head on over to warnerbrothers.com forward slash collections forward slash Halloween to uh, order that up. Um, and uh, we'll be giving that away, and we'll be giving them the rest away uh, on our next show, dropping November 1st. So, all right, guys. we got a movie to fucking talk about. we got a movie to talk about. Um, so, let's quick talk about Halloween 2018. 
how much did we hate Halloween 2018? Um, we weren't fans of it, but we're, I didn't. So I have this weird thing where I don't mind it until somebody starts telling me everything about it. And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I don't really like that movie very much at all. I yeah. think I'm 100% with you on that. Actually. Yeah. Dude, like, I'll sit there and be like, hey, it's not that bad. And then somebody starts describing the shit that happens. And you're like, wait, never mind. I take that off. It's fun. totally passable. But then when you remember a podcaster just, like holds Michael Myers' mask up while he's detained. Uh, <laughs> And then, and then a, a, a fucking doctor, which I will talk about this doctor in this episode, uh, but the doctor wearing oh, Michael Sartanian Myers. or whatever, yeah. Where's his mask and kills somebody? Dude, what are we doing? What are we doing? Oh, my God. So, yeah, it's passable, but uh, a lot of infuriating moments. In right, right. And I, I think it, it I, I think it got a pass because there was, like, so much ultraviolence. And, it, like, Michael and seeing Michael again, you were just like, oh, yeah, that's fucking sick. Sure. Um. Okay. So also, was, in hindsight, you know, hindsight. In hindsight, after, hindsight, after watching these two, it's fucking masterpiece. <laughs> well, they get they get progressively worse. That is, an, I think that's very fair. It's insane. it's insane what happens. So then there's Halloween Kills, which we covered last year. That is Michael. Wait. Oh, that is Evil Dies Tonight, or Evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Evil Dies Tonight. <laughs> Is that what the yep. chance is? Dies to, Sean, they only said it 9,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> Evil Dies Tonight, which is just, quite frankly, one of the most insane movies like ever put out there, right? Like from a franchise, like a historic franchise that has a template that you can just follow. <laughs> that has a template. And again, 2018, as we just said, was totally passable. Like yeah. you didn't have to go so far off the rails. So nuts. And I then, think you could actually convince me that I actually like that after watching <laughs> Halloween Ends. I think you'd be like, who remember Halloween Kills? With that's that going that to that be my people. question. That's going to be my question for the end, Paul. That I've got that question loaded up because. Well, I hate I hate that so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember when that girl like lays in a brook for like forty minutes. <laughs> it survives. I, then Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis lays in a hospital bed for two hours. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I might hate that was awesome. Halloween Kills more. It was not. It was, that was awesome. But you hate it more? I might. I might. Oh, listen, so I'll, we'll, we'll, so we'll talk shit. it out. I'm not. So <laughs> we'll talk it out. So this leads us to Halloween ends. Now, I will start off. It's so weird because like, I don't want to step on anyone's toes or thoughts, so it's like hard to start. What I want to say is this this trilogy right was set up with the first movie and it was structured around Laurie Strode it was like the Laurie Strode story right it felt like a little bit of like it, it was more than just like Michael Myers like it felt like it was like this is for like Laurie we're going to Laurie's going to get it eventually at the end of these three movies um but we're going to follow her down this fucking path um there's a fucking cricket in my fucking garage. It's so fucking loud. It just pissed me off. Um, it felt like it was. It felt like it was very much around that. I mean, it didn't feel like it was right. And then introducing two other generations of Strodes, um, which I actually fucking like that. And I actually loved Judy Greer. And I actually loved fucking Allison. I liked all of those characters. And we said that in 2018 that like, we liked that 
end shot of the three of them surviving while the house yes. is burning down and like them riding away. Yes. Um, that's fine. Fucking great. I fucking love it. So you're set up for a trilogy of the three Strodes, three generations of Strodes dealing with this fucking curse of Michael Myers shit. Um, then kills happens and they get rid of Judy Greer, which is one of the weirdest fucking things I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. Okay. Right. Cause like, first of all, she's fucking awesome. And what, what, what does that do? How did that, well, it didn't progress the story cause it was the end of the movie. And then this one almost entirely ignores the idea that Laurie Strode is a, is like the, the hero. Almost, I, in a way. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, she's not the main character in this. Like, she's there. No, okay. I, I have a, I have so much to say, and like, this is almost gonna be impossible to like format it. Like, I know that's, that, that's anybody's right. toes because it's so. Their decisions are so fucking baffling that I don't even know where to begin with what I want to say. Um, All right, but so I I do get with what you're saying. So let's walk. So it makes no fucking sense, and it'll make less sense after this intro because. This opening sequence, you can argue, is a cool horror movie sequence. No, can you? No, it it, it, it most definitely is. I, I'm with you, Paul. I'm with you, Sean. It's most definitely. But this is it's in the good. wrong movie. It's, a, it's, it's in it's, the wrong movie. It's the wrong fucking movie. Yeah, we, we end it can't, with kills with Judy Greer dying. So why are we not opening it up with? With the the morning of Judy Greer, instead we open up with this insane fucking thing. So so it starts in 2019. This one, correct. So it's a full year after. Yeah, it's a full year after Judy Greer dies. Right, and that. All right, I'm gonna apologize. Can can I go off the rails and just jump ahead? Do whatever you want to do. We gotta. We right. got nothing but time, baby. <laughs> all right. So the, so. The movie sets starts off with the Halloween three font, right? Wait, I'm sorry. Can we just? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can we just say real quick that we're going to spoil the, this movie? Like, completely? oh, 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 god, yeah, yeah. Stop spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Are we? <laughs> I don't know actually because I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not actually sure what happens in it. So, uh, yeah. But anyway, spoilers. We are going to spoil the entire fucking movie. So, with that said, so stop listening if you don't want to ruin. It. All right, so it starts off with the Halloween three font, and I immediately said to Tina, "I was like, fuck, like I know what they're <laughs> going to do. I know what they're going to do. They're going. It's going to be an off-brand movie. It's starting in 2019. They're already, they're tipping their hand to anyone that's a fan of Halloween with the Halloween three font that it's going to be off-brand, off-filter, off-kilter. Uh, and and just to give my my initial thought, and it may change after we we talk about it. I think technically speaking, this film. Is, is again passable just in the filmmaking aspect, not not in the storytelling aspect. But this could work if there was if they paid attention to two, or if they adhered to two important variables. And again, I'm going to jump real, real way far ahead, but I have to say this right now because everything we're going to talk about comes back to this. One, if they just announced like this was a Haddonfield universe film and they dealt with a showing a town that was dealing with the effects of having a fucking lunatic kill everybody that they completely love. Cause that is what they're doing. It like Lori's a, a survivor and people are blaming her going back and forth. It's a very uh, PTSD driven film. So if they just said it was a Haddonfield, a Haddonfield universe film showing a town that was dealing with the effects of having a raving madman kill everybody that happened in the prior film. Uh, and even if you had this character of Corey, he's fine because he's dealing with, with, 
the town suffering from that. And he's dealing with his own personal loss that we see in this opening scene of the death, which we'll talk about in detail. And everyone's blaming him. Everyone's, everyone's using him as a scapegoat. If, if you wanted to do that, that's totally fine, but don't have Michael Myers in it. Make it a standalone film. Don't have Michael Myers. You can't have this other character be the main, the main focus and have Michael bring Michael Myers back. And it just completely takes away from it. And also, if you're going to do that, if you're going to go the Halloween three route and make, make it revolve around a different theme. Don't do it as a last fucking film in a trilogy. Are you kidding me? Who greenlit that? Who fucking greenlit Thank that? You. We watched the Michael Myers saga up to this point. Give us the end of the Michael Myers saga. Why are you branching out now? That's fucking ridiculous. If you came back like in two years and were like, hey, we're going to tell this story about Corey, who also turned into a lunatic in Haddonfield because all this shit happened, and we're going to focus on themes like PTSD and depression and, and heartbreak. I'm all for that. Fucking bring that on. I'm all for that. The character of Corey, I'm fine. But everything that they chose to pigeonhole in with Michael Myers and Laurie Strode, fucking waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, like, this is where it's like, you, you start off with this open and you're like, dude, like I'm here for Laurie Strode. Who the fuck is this hideous freak that I'm going to have to watch for the next two hours? Because the girls I love him. Girls seen. love him, dude. That's fucking. Dumb. Many of our listeners were like, "I, I, I love this guy, dude." That's Are you talking about Will Patton, <laughs> I, dude. Paul, Will Patton, Paul, the biggest Will Patton fan. <laughs> Paul's the biggest I, Will Patton fan of all time. Have you not seen Fled? That's a fact. <laughs> wait, dude. wait, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I've seen Fled. Okay, wait. I, for just and for Stephen the- Baldwin, the great <laughs> Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> For the people at home that are watching, the Patreons that are watching, I'm just going to throw up a picture here of fucking, fucking eyesore Rohan Campbell. But you, you tell, whoa, whoa, wow, what a fucking hunk. Everyone's lost their Rohan. fucking mind. Okay, so like an hour into the movie, he starts to look like Ash a little bit. Did you notice that? He's kind of wearing like a blue, like denim shirt, almost looking thing. He's got he his face Myers. all fucked up. Paul, he looks like Michael Myers. He looks like an asshole. I mean, that's basically fucking true. That's fucking true. Short King Michael Myers. Uh, <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Short King. So we meet this guy Corey. He kills um, a kid by accident. Um, and by the way, how big are the fucking houses? In the, the- the, the, the staircase is a mini skyscraper, right? It would take you it's half an hour stories. to walk up them. It's story. <laughs> and the kid that falls is a piece of shit. I've never seen a kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He locked him in. First of all, he's talking shit to him on the couch, and he runs away. He scares the piss out of him, and he locks him in a room. That was actually I mean, I, I got to be honest. You're right, but still. <laughs> That was the scariest part of the movie was I was like, fuck, dude, could you imagine being a babysitter and you lose the fucking kid? Yeah. I mean, in that guy's yeah. circumstance, this might be the best possible scenario. Yeah. And and it's a pretty at up to this point, we don't know how the movie's gonna play out. So it's a pretty good like fake because you're the whole time you're thinking Michael Myers is gonna show right. up because you know it's a Halloween movie. And little do we know he wouldn't until like, you know, an hour later. But you're thinking he might pop up, the kid's missing. And there's like they're watching the thing on TV, which I also thought was cool because in the original Halloween, they're watching the thing from another world on Halloween night when Jamie, when when Laurie Strode is babysitting the kids. So that, that was, I, I liked where they were going. I had very high hopes at this point. Now, I, I want to know when everyone's hopes took a turn. 
Mine is almost immediately. Um, Because we get, you said like the Halloween three font. Uh, and then we get like, I I personally have really enjoyed, I know this is dumb, but I've really enjoyed in these remake or whatever these are, this trilogy, the pumpkin intros. Like I've always really liked them. I, this I, thought, I thought they were fun. I did not like this one. You didn't like this one? Joe, it was all these crazy fucking zany cartoon faces on the fucking pumpkins. Just give me the one pumpkin face. That's all yeah, we need. Pump, the pumpkin was way too gooey. Dude, we were fucking just different faces. Like, what are we doing? No, I was not a fan. You need to be inside Goo- it. Gooier than the pumpkin that Lori Strode fists at one point in this, and it gives the finger. I've never seen more shit dripping through somebody between somebody's fingers. While she's talking about showing her tits to someone. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> and she spent the last 40 years being like, don't ever mention Halloween around me. <laughs> Dude, and, then, and the guy finally comes back and murders everyone she knows. <laughs> this movie is so fucking dumb, I can't even handle it. We So you get that. We get a whole review from Laurie Strode of the last two movies. Uh, you wonder who... Which was terrible. <laughs> you wonder terrible who, voiceover. Oh, like, you don't so, fucking need it. Well, because it sounds... Right, it sounds like she's talking to somebody and we'll find out she's writing a book. So this is like the author's voice, which is yeah. more infuriating. Um, and then we, re- she reveals w- what ha- happens at the end of kills. And she says he vanished impossible. Perhaps what a fucking end to a book. Lori, <laughs> your fucking daughter died. Are you ending a book like this? No one, no one in this movie gives a fuck about Judy Greer's death whatsoever, including her own daughter who is in a car at one point, and Corey's like, says something like, oh, it's Halloween. And I thought she was going to be like, I don't fucking do Halloween. And she was like, yeah, man, totally. I fucking love Halloween. I was like, oh, your fucking mom was fucking brutally executed on Halloween. <laughs> I think you'd probably stay away from it. And let's talk about everyone staying in fucking Haddonfield. Staying in Haddonfield. And, and they bring people back who are like permanently maimed from Michael Myers attack. There's a lady, there's a lady in a parking lot who like can't speak and she's disfigured. It's wild. And Jamie Lee Curtis has dropped the um doomsday gimmick. She is not Lori that fucking wields weapons anymore and she acknowledges this. She's like I bought a house and made peace. And like, Lori, this is the only look dude, Michael was locked up. Michael was locked up confirmed locked up yes you were safe and that's when she was like i need to fucking buy every gun on the planet and store it in my basement everything she was fearing happened and he's still on the lamb now he's on the loose yeah (laughs) he's taking it's actually way worse he's taking things from you he's taking things from you and he couldn't just be nearby what are you doing why are we why why is our guard down? And it's finding out that she bought a house in Haddonfield is the nuttiest fucking thing I've ever seen. Just living in a bunker. Like you said, the guy was locked up and we knew this. We knew this. <laughs> She's like, I gotta let go and let God, baby. Um <laughs> she, she says oh, she says, um, now I live, uh, I have a house of home and love. And you're like, what the fuck is happening? And she wears a fucking blouse the entire time. It's insane fucking nuts dude it's fucking nuts um did you see did you see this the graffiti in the opening scene that said love lives today 
instead of evil dies tonight. <laughs> Love lives today. Dude, <laughs> dude, what a fucking asshole. <laughs> Good God. Well, Corey, the kid that killed the kid, uh, he's out of well, I guess he was never in jail. Um because it was a fucking accident. He killed an accident. accident. Um, yeah, so so confirmation on that. The kid was standing in front of the door, and when he kicked it, he went over the rail? Yeah. Yeah, so honestly, the, the fucking engineer of the house should be jailed. Because who would allow a door to open where if anybody was standing in the way, they would just fall off, fall to their death? Listen, are we sure he didn't just throw them? So yeah, I think we watched that, it. I think they start. Are you open. sure? No, I he think they. the door. No, Joe. Yeah, but then you see the kid go over. You don't know. I think they allude. You filled in the gap in your mind, Joe. Well, do you have anything else to say? Can you just mind yeah, the mind gap, bro. Mind the gap. <laughs> Keeps taking breaks so I come in and then he fucking finishes his thought. <laughs> All right. Mind the gap. Um, I think Paul has a point, actually. I think at the end, they start hinting that he might have fucking thrown that kid off. I did, okay. I, I I did not pick up on that, but I will. But it doesn't matter because nothing about this movie makes sense or matters. So like, it's, who the fuck is this shit? <laughs> like, what does that change? It doesn't change. I anything. mean, it wouldn't change anything because because he right. went down a terrible path, regardless. <laughs> right. So it's like, regardless, who the fuck gives a shit? Um, this is Corey. He now works at a junkyard because his life has been thrown away, and immediately you notice he's wearing Michael's jumpsuit. Um. His boss, who's also his dad, will find out. His face looks like Michael Myers' mask. <laughs> the guy's figured it's been melted. Latex, yeah, fucking just fucking a bat, like a like a latex mask you wore when you were like eleven, so it didn't fit you. <laughs> it was made for adult heads. <laughs> just like he doesn't have an ill-fitting face. Yeah. Didn't know there was a thing until now. Also, I fucking it's love true. that guy. That guy was great. That guy's great. That guy. That guy's a highlight. It, yeah. it was a highlight. Okay. He absolutely was. That guy fucking. Fuck Fuck that guy. Well, hey, you want to talk about fucking people? Oh, that's weird. If you want to talk about. (laughs) Excuse me? We're introduced to a character that was honestly, every time I saw him, I fucking was laughing out loud because it is the most absurd casting and writing choice I've ever seen, which was we are in Haddonfield, Illinois. There's a very. There's a vibe in Haddonfield. It's almost retro, right? Like, no one is wearing clothes from 2022. No one's driving cars from 2022. It's a little bit of a throwback town. And we get our Gen Z crew who are, I think, are supposed to be cool. But they're fucking from the band. They're a band. They they are bully band kids. And the leader has the thickest Brooklyn accent I have ever heard in the Midwest of he all talked, time. He hey, talked like he was auditioning for West Side that? Story, dude. <laughs> dude, like a newsie, like a fucking newsie. <laughs> he approaches Corey to buy beer, and he's like, hey, pal, we're friends now. Hey, you want to go buy your friend a, a fucking six-pack of beer? And Corey's like, dude, by the way, Corey, now Corey's like an adult, right? Like he's four years yeah. out of college, or not four years out of college, four years out of high school. Um, so like Corey, getting, Corey getting bullied by these guys is honestly one of the most unbelievable things. Insane. It, 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 and, and they're like, Oh my God, 
it's it's that dude that killed that kid. Let's fucking bully him. <laughs> what? Excuse me. And the <laughs> other guy looks like clear the, of that dude. The other guy, his, the, the Brooklyn guy's crony, looks just like the guy from Die Antwoord. I couldn't think of a less intimidating person to cast as a bully. An entire. <laughs> I thought it was Dave Franco at first. <laughs> Dude, it was so fucking weird. Hey, why don't you be a nice friend? Get us some brewskis, buddy. Dude, fucking- that's literally it. That's literally what I was talking. He's acting like Tony Soprano, too, like an inch from his face. We're like, you wouldn't want to not give it to us, eh? Like, what? <laughs> Dude, every time he came on screen, I fucking belly laughed because it was so out of place. It was the most out of place thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> And then Lori shows up. Lori shows up at this point. He's like, "Look, two fucking freaks in one parking lot." <laughs> hey, look, it's the freaking the fucking wackadoo. <laughs> fucking unreal. And then he's like, "Let's go, boys." And you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I wish I walked away snapping, dude. If they had taken it even in that far of an angle, like I would have actually loved this movie. But it's not. It's not. Instead, we're just supposed to think this is fucking normal for anything um but yeah Lori shows up and makes an alliance with Corey, right and they slash the kids tires before leaving then Lori brings him to the hospital where allison Lori's granddaughter is yes um allison uh falls in love instantly with this fucking guy instantly dude fucking yeah She's like, whoa, hubba, hubba. And he's fucking covered in blood. He just got beat up by band geeks. And he's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and Allison's like, whoa, wait. Look at the, check this guy out. Yeah. And, and so he's, he's like, also, he's there because he got so mad that he squeezed a glass bottle to it. Like, shattered in his tail. And also, if somebody did that around me, squeezed a glass bottle to it, shattered, I'd probably get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Especially like, knowing oh, yeah, that he, from, he, he, he supposedly like, killed somebody already. face it before a fight. <laughs> yeah dude it's like a go-to it's, it's a move it's a fucking move but yeah Lori, Lori's like hey my fucked up daughter if she doesn't have enough baggage how about we hook her up with this dude yeah which will become weirder when Lori's like I don't want you fucking seeing my granddaughter <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they fall in love instantly so there is no there's nothing there that really fucking and we just did a movie that did this, didn't we? Like that had this same issue where they just like fell in love instantly, and you're like, "There's no the monsters." Oh, the monsters! The mo- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Herman and like, yeah. That could be like a chase. Like, what? What are we doing? Instead, it's just like, like <laughs> she is in love. She is in love to the point where she immediately is like, "We should go out sometime and do something." And he's like, "With people?" And she's like, <laughs> "No, with us." And he's like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> fucking insane. It's coming everywhere. Uh, Good news. Allison also has the lowest standards in Haddonfield of all. Allison also has the oldest ex-boyfriend I've ever seen. 60 years old from 1972, it looks like. It's unreal. It's the cop, Paul. That's your ex-boyfriend? Yes. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Paul, there's multiple scenes detailing that. Yeah, I, I, but I didn't understand. He's so fucking old. Wait, listen, I'm with Paul because even at the beginning, when they, when he straight up is like, "Remember when we dated?" I was like, "There's no way these two fucking dated." He's just hard up for. 
I think I heard that, and I was like, oh, oh, so he dated her mom. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Something was. I computed. will say, the first time he came on, I also thought it was like Judy Greer's ex-boyfriend or something. Yeah. yeah. But then they then he shows up again in the, the diner, and old, uh, what was his name? Corey, old Corey gets into a fight with him. He, uh, <laughs> he's he might look older than Will Pat. <laughs> <laughs> he does for sure. Like, uh, I mean, yeah, this is new, this is news to me. I, I that guy's entire lifespan and character arc, I thought was <laughs> mother's boyfriend. No, nope. <laughs> he live and you learn. That is Allison's ex. She just goes through all the fuggos in town until they lose their mind. Um. Anyway, she goes to see Corey, and it is it turns into a love story at this moment and i'd say we're maybe 15 minutes in and it has become a full-fledged love story yeah also it's very worth pointing out right now we haven't seen michael myers yet and this is a halloween movie that's correct this is also Corey's big turning point when he gets the motorcycle i feel like everything changes that's when he really becomes demonic Wait, so that's fun. That, be a lesson. That's interesting you say that because this, this fucking, movie is just a loose remake of Christine. It's more Christine Paul, than it is. Did you read that, Paul? Did you read about that or no? No. Joe, do you know about this? I don't read. I do, and I don't I don't believe that to be true. Dude, Dude. when he gets in the truck, is just running people down. <laughs> so okay. Wait, again, somebody else again. said that? What an asshole. Oh, the director. Oh, <laughs> are you kidding me right now no the director said this movie because somebody was like describing it as a horror movie he's like "Ah, i'd like to call it a coming of age story kind of like christine what (laughs) what the fuck what the fuck you say exactly what you want to hear the director say for a part three of a beloved horror icon slasher a very specific coming of age story (laughs) fuck you I can't wait for the exorcist. Ruined my life. Um, Which starts filming next week. So uh, the studio must be scrambling. Dude, I think. Is it the same studio? Yes, I think so. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Blumhouse. Oh, boy. Yeah, Blumhouse. Dude, I think they're making the the case that evil is contagious because it happens when he cuts his, his. Hand and he gets the same bandaging that fucking Michael Myers has. No, when Michael Myers has his hand blown off. I mean, that's literally what it's saying. Which, by the way, we talked about a prediction that we made last year, last oh, no. fucking year. Joe and I's prediction. What? What is? Oh no! What is that mob mean? mentality, dude. That mob mentality boiled over. I thought. I truly thought that evil died that night, <laughs> but it was contagious. <laughs> It's contagious. it's contagious. There is a scene in this movie where Michael Myers, again, get, I'm jumping ahead, he gets his mask taken and he goes back and like sucks it out with his fucking eyes. <laughs> He's holding the head of the person, I'm not going to say who's wearing it, holding the head of the person wearing it and just like getting the evil back by staring at him. And then he becomes evil Michael Myers again. Because at that how point, did somebody, a frail old piece of shit. How did somebody else get it if Michael was wearing a mask? It doesn't. It doesn't follow. It, the mask isn't <laughs> evil. The evil's transferable. A sucking dick. So they were sucking each other off in that. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Are you telling me somebody 
wrestled it out of Michael's grasp. Uh, Paul, dude, don't yeah, you remember? Happened. Don't you remember Corey <laughs> and fucking Michael Myers having a wrestling match? Dude, in the dude. One of the most unbelievable things I've ever fucking seen. That honestly was the most infuriating shit. I'm not even like the most hardcore Halloween fan, and I was like, this is unfucking real. Like wrestling, like brothers, like not like trying to hurt each other, but like <laughs> you stupid piece of shit. <laughs> Give me that. Yeah, yeah. No, we're not throwing punches. Just, just takedowns only. Right, right. Just takedowns, <laughs> dude. Mass murderer Michael who killed an entire town. <laughs> Dude, they were attacking with baseball bats and machetes. Dude. <laughs> Playing they got our assled. Yeah, but evil the evil was transferring to Corey because even Allison, when he goes to the hospital, she goes, she goes, oh, it looks infected. And you see it, it doesn't look fucking infected at all. It just looks like a cut, but it's infected with the evil, and he becomes gradually and gradually more and more evil. But Michael's got to take the evil back and become a superhero Michael, super shredder Michael again. Right. I think I think they did do some reshoots. They did some reshoots, not a lot. Um, I, I I think our prediction was probably a little stronger before the reshoots. I'm going to be honest with you. And our prediction, me and Joe wrote it down. We have the receipts. Was that Michael Myers was contagious? No. And to play, yes, we have the fucking receipts uh, of on IG. It's our conversation. I put it in my calendar. A year, dude. We wrote it. I think we did it like after the show ended. We did. Yeah. And and, and we. I wrote it down and I put it in my calendar so I wouldn't forget today. It was that Michael is contagious and they're going to play into um, the lockdown mandate. Yeah, lockdown. Yeah. There's going to be a parallel. It was going to be a parallel there. And I, you guys I th- really, oh my God. I think they might have. You're part of the problem. <laughs> no, it, we're not part of the problem. We just know how this fucking asshole thinks, which is <laughs> not a lot. He's not using the fucking old noodle a whole lot fucking in these movies. Um, but you could see it with the mob mentality and then like now this, and I think they might've like toned it down a little bit on this one. I think they might've went back and maybe edited it a little differently because this movie's all over the place and the fucking contagious thing is so irrelevant to everything that happens. And it's not even played into at all, except for like randomly when Lori's like, like a fucking virus that gets into and like literally starts describing COVID and you're like, (laughs) Oh, oh, that's fucking weird. <laughs> and then we don't fucking touch that subject ever again. And again, Sean wrote it in, in a Google Doc and set his phone to a reminder from a year from the date that he wrote it so that we would be I, able to talk about it. I remember you guys multiple times talking about this, but I never asked because I didn't want to know. I can't believe you had the foresight to that because it's so fucking stupid <laughs> to make the third movie of such an iconic franchise, like literally the most iconic horror franchise to do that. Well, honestly, our idea was probably a little better because like, we were like, (laughs) like Halloween is like the town because everyone's scared of Michael. Everyone's on lockdown on Halloween. So the government is like, you're not allowed to leave the house Halloween night. And then like half Michael, the- Michael's coming back and they're like, right. we're and half of having feels like I could do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> and the rest, <laughs> the rest are like, I'm boarding up my doors and I'm fucking, I have a giant fucking safe space in the basement or something. You know what I mean? It's good. It, it'll, it'll show the parallels of the real pandemic. Yes. Michael pandemic. It makes so much sense, but at the same time, like why no, do you have to make how ha- like Halloween? <laughs> No, like that they would do that, but it's like, dude, you don't have to like Halloween doesn't have to follow a political agenda. 
No, there's a well, we, we agree. We agree. There's a blueprint that people have, mindset that people have fucking loved for forty years. We didn't predict. Well, how, we were uh, like, I can't wait for this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we predicted. We were things, excited we were like, for this. Oh, this is. Dude, if fucking, I find out, we were fucking you, groaning you during this prediction. <laughs> you email. You emailed your prediction to Kenny Powers, and then he fucking put it down on paper. But listen, they Halloween four went with the contagious route, didn't it? Because at the very end, Jamie right. is standing on a staircase with a bloody knife and like dead eyes, and Loomis is just ready to murder her with a gun. <laughs> also, bring back CGI Loomis. Are we? What are we doing? <laughs> um, yeah, right. yeah. Loomis didn't die in the last one. Why is CGI Loomis not in this? <laughs> Or was the last one a flashback? Oh, the last one was a flashback. Right? Yo, Loomis. <laughs> Loomis has been dead for a while. Listen, all this fucking retcon, all this, all this retcon. I can't keep my shit straight. I know you're. I right. would like to see wheelchair bound Loomis being rolled out a thousand years old. <laughs> He's got the bell from fucking Breaking Bad. <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> uh, ask another question. Saying his eyes are so black. <laughs> The blackest eyes he's ever seen. Blink, <laughs> ring the bell twice for he's the boogeyman. <laughs> All right, Paul, what's your question? So the, we're saying this is four years after? Yeah. yeah yes. What, what has Michael been living off? Is he eating corpses? Is he cannibal now? No. Because that's the whole well, we see him dra- we see him drag a corpse in there. And the homeless that's guy he, says he's, he's been dragged. He eats people for his strength, but but he, so, which means he's just been starving for the last four years. <laughs> okay, but that's also his main way of subsistence. He's not going to the. I mean, he's not taking that mask off and going to the fucking. I don't know Kroger's or whatever. Why was Michael even hiding? Why is he wearing a mask in the sewer? Was this a troll movie? <laughs> they kept showing shots under the bridge, and I don't get it. I'm Dude, confused. That culvert pipe. So <laughs> we'll get to it. All right. Let's just make sure we cover everything. So the love story starts, right? Um, um, uh, and by the way, Allison's like, Grandma, you brought him here on purpose, you crazy. Uh <laughs> Lori and Hawkins continue their love story, or so you think. That's gone until the last scene of the movie. Uh Dude, this movie, this trilogy pissed me off so bad because of all these little things, right? Like Hawkins and Laurie in um, Kills, maybe yeah. even in the first one, they had this like awesome dynamic, right? Of like, they're going to get these two together. It's like they those two like just trust each other and care about each other. And it's like, <laughs> that would have been, the, that could have been the love story that we got. And I would have been actually like on board with it. Like, like, like. But they show so little in every single fucking movie that it's so fucking useless. It's unreal. It's unreal. Yeah. And like you just said, why is Lori's love angle not the main? Why is there a Halloween movie where both Lori and Michael are not the main focus? (laughs) Well, uh, Lori's grocery shopping and out front, Joe mentioned this. A woman comes up. She was the woman in the last one. um, And she was in Kills with her husband. She's Lori's neighbor. And she's killed. And the sister screams at Lori, um, blaming her for this because she was um, – they they kept saying she was like 
taunting him to come get her. Yeah, people, people, the whole town is saying that Lori provoked Michael, which. I mean, Lori wasn't even living in the town. She was on the outskirts in the woods (laughs) in a fucking bunker. Yeah, she was living by herself, not bothering anyone. And Michael found her. This series sucks, dude. Michael was in an institution and came back and found her and escaped a fire and and then then killed everyone in Haddonfield. So how can you blame Lori for any of this? And Wait, dude. And how did they not even discuss that? How is Halloween even a thing in this fucking town? After he (laughs) – all, I forgot about that scene where you think they're killing Michael and then he just gets up and slaughters like 30 people. Dude. He slaughters that mob. The entire mob. He kills like everyone. As he should. Bunch of losers. Uh, You know what? Agreed. (laughs) Mark Haddonfield. Um – yeah, this guy has done this twice. This guy, this guy has done this twice over a course of uh, four decades. And just leave, like. Oh, anyway, Corey and this Allison go to a party, and the the dead kid's mom's. It was, it was fucking all these people had the worst things happen to them on Halloween night, and they all, all still go, they all still go out and it, it was Halloween. <laughs> And then, the and then act shocked that something triggers their memory of that night. The, the, the worst thing that's ever happened to him. <laughs> it's fucking r- ridiculous. And um, most unbelievable mom- thing of this scene is just sorry. I have to point it out. A, an entire group of 18, 20 year olds dancing to the dead Kennedys in 2022. <laughs> 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 Raving to the dead Kennedys. That's I mean not, I would, but that no, of course, but that's not the last time that happens. The fucking DJ at the end is acting like cramps, dude, <laughs> cramps, teenage werewolf, acting like he's listening to Beethoven for the first time. He's like, holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> he's like, oh my god, his head is fucking like mind blown. <laughs> what a fucking what a fucking town. This town sucks. And they, and they confirmed, dude. As you were just saying that about the DJ, I was like, wait, maybe it is supposed to take place in the in the past, but no, it's not. It's not because they even put the the dates on the screen. So yeah, so fuck, fuck Haddonfield. Uh, no, uh, yeah. Uh, so the mom loses her mind because she sees uh Corey, and is like, you did it on purpose. And then Corey's like, <laughs> Corey's like upset, even though he did kill. Like I'd be like. I, I don't know what I'd be like, but I probably wouldn't go out on Halloween. But <laughs> Corey gets all bent out of shape. <laughs> Corey gets all bent out of shape um, and runs away. And Allison's like, Corey! And Corey's like, you can't fix me, babe. <laughs> She's like, I'm not trying to fix you. He's like, you're the hero of this town. She's not. What? <laughs> what are you saying? You're the fucking hero of this town. I'm just a fucking guy that killed a kid. That is true. That is yeah, you did do that fair though. <laughs> um, and then he storms away. 35 minute mark. If you could believe that, all this horse shit is 35 minutes. Uh also, no Michael. No Michael whatsoever. Not even a fucking glimmer. Uh, I think we, we may have seen that fucking manhole he's in. 
Just a dark, well, shadowy manhole. No, it's, that, it's for, they do. They foreboding. Show it in, the homeless the guy was looking at it. Oh, yeah, you mean when it zooms into the thing as as if we don't know what's happening, and it's like, dong, 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 and then it just cuts. <laughs> what could be in that sewer hole? <laughs> I mean, just the guy I, with a fucking drum. Bom, bom. If you knew, if you knew how little of Michael you'd see and what a piece of shit this movie was, you'd probably be like, maybe it is something else. Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows at this point? <laughs> maybe that's where the virus lives. Um, well, after that falling out, Corey runs away f- from the party because he's twenty-four or whatever. <laughs> and then a bunch of high schoolers come and start bullying him again. Yeah, the same group from before. Same group. The Brooklyn guys are like, "Hey, it's my buddy, my pal. Why don't you shake my hand over here, buddy? Come on, what are friends for?" Like this is unfucking real. And then like one guy's like, hey man, don't disrespect him. You gotta shake his fucking hand. It is an episode of the Sopranos. It is an episode of the fucking Sopranos. (laughs) Well, he doesn't shake his hand and they throw him off a fucking bridge. (laughs) 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 That kid gets his ass beat by bangies who are always in uniform, always in band uniform. Always, always. They have the band like suspenders. What, what do you call that one that uh, has the multiple buttons across? Like the leader, the band leader. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of them, one of them is wearing that. <laughs> it's like the ringleader. <laughs> and one guy is always got his drums out because he's he's a drum he's a drummer drumline baby. He uh, his, his drumsticks are his weapon. Yeah, he, he's just constantly holding them. He's like Raphael. You're probably, well. is, that, is that what he whacked the knife with? Yes. Yeah. There were actually drumsticks. Yes. Yeah. Dude, he's, he never stops carrying them. Thought I was having a always He always has them out because that's so fucking sick. It's 2022. <laughs> fucking drummer, man. <laughs> David Martin is sitting there directing this, like, fuck, <sighs> this is gonna be a gold mine, baby. <laughs> Dude, who uh, approved this script? Oh my god! And the, oh, dude. Also, my favorite part with the Brooklyn kid here is like, because everyone's like, "Oh my god, is he dead?" And he's like, "Hey, bro, he fell off the fucking bridge. All right, I got he my did it himself. No <laughs> hey, he fell off the fucking bridge. All right, get in the car. We, hey, I know what I, I call the motherfucking fucking shots. I, hey, I didn't fucking touch nobody. That motherfucker <laughs> fell off the bridge. <laughs> fucking dude, that kid runs the entire town. That kid's like fucking owns the police. That's another story I would have actually been fine with if we continued with it. Allison's boyfriend like accidentally runs into him. It's like, oh man, I'm sorry. Like I'm, I don't, I don't want any trouble, guys. <laughs> the old guy. <laughs> yeah, he shows up and he's like, "Who threw this guy off this bridge?" And then he sees them and he's like, "Hey, listen, guys, I didn't see nothing. Uh, why don't you guys get out of here? I'll call it in." <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, thanks, guy. Uh, Corey. <laughs> okay, so now we get the we find now we see Corey get dragged away. His body's dragged away because the bridge is over land because it's Haddonfield. So <laughs> it's just a fucking bridge over dirt. And he he gets dragged away, and we see him get sucked into a culvert pipe. Very like reminiscent. The only thing I could think of was like it, right? Like, yeah. And part of the reason you could only think of it is because it's a three foot culvert pipe max diameter. The amount of grown ass men 
climbing in and out of this thing regularly throughout this fucking movie is out of control. <laughs> I may have seen more in my childhood. More what? But, but that's because there was a culvert pipe that went under a road and somebody stuck porn that was like up in the cracks. So you just go find it. You know, you'll, you just had to sm- stand in a small brook, but you could find porn up in it. So that was a hot spot. And who's, who's hiding it? I don't you know. Their name. They're not going to fucking. Oh, I thought, I thought you knew their name. No one. When you find. I mean, it was probably, um, I don't know. Blank, blank, Aaron Bates. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it could have been James Cardinal. I mean, it's, I mean, not a, it's not a crime. <laughs> uh, no government they, names. They, uh, they, uh, you know, wood porn was just, for, it was like the public library of pornography. Wood porn is the it. best type of porn, dude. Dude, people still message us about that shit, and they're like, that's not real, is it, dude? It's like so beyond it's real. It's 1,000% like, real. It's oh, so dude. Good. Dude, I can tell you issues that I found digging digging them out of the dirt. <laughs> oh, dude, the biggest bushes, they're all from like 1978. It is so real. It's so crazy, though. That, that's like, that was one of your sources for that shit. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you had, you, had, you had to either dial up. You had a better chances. I mean, if you were dialing up before your parents got home, you had a better chance of just going and digging a hole and finding a tackle box or like a microwave <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was buried. <laughs> Completely true. That's completely true. That's so funny. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so Corey gets sucked in this culvert pipe, wakes up. I'm sorry. Like, Remember when my dad took the titty fuck of the year and was like, "You can't be, <laughs> you can't have this." Took him to his truck. <laughs> I gotta dispose of this at work. <laughs> I gotta go get rid of this in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm gonna flush every one of these pages down the toilet, <laughs> so it might take a while. <laughs> And it said Titty Fuck of the Year in huge letters on it. That was the name of the magazine? No, no, it, it was like, it wasn't the full magazine, just, just like rip somebody ripped out. <laughs> it was literally just a, it's, it's, it's a magazine, so it's just a, a dick between boobs. So I don't know. It's not that exciting. Sick. Dude, pre-internet, that's got to be wild. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, anyway, we won't, we won't get into that. Um, Corey wakes up in like a legitimate Ninja Turtles lair. Now, um, I knew, I knew the moment I fucking laid my stupid eyes on it that it was a fucking set design and that we would continue to come back to it because it probably cost them a shitload of money to make. And that is exactly what happens. We are constantly in this fucking sewer way more than we fucking ever needed to be or wanted to be. And it's only one little section of the sewer, right? And it's very, like, open. It's the most, it's a Ninja Turtle lair, like, that does not exist. (laughs) There could be a whole, if if Michael Myers is living in there, there should be, like, an intricate, you know, underground village, right? Right. All we see is that opening. We never go past that. Well, it's because he just stands in the dark. Well, a Corey attempts to leave, but is stopped by, we finally get him, Michael Myers. We will not see him again for a little while, by the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, this is like 30, 35 minutes into it. <laughs> over that. Well over that. and It's, it's over 35. Yeah. And, and he, is, he is in this for less than 10 seconds, probably, I would say. Yeah, for sure. 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Um, but 
the interesting thing here is he grabs him by the throat and they appear to share visions with each other or exchange information via telepathy. Yeah, I, I think they're transferring the evil between right. each other. Yeah. So that's the virus. But also it's like, but the virus also sends each other their memories. Look, it's dumb. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. Listen, Michael's the original throat goat. (laughs) Also, listen, I made the case that the kid threw him in the beginning and that the door didn't hit him. At this point, I was actually considering, I'm like, was Michael actually in the house? But, like, clearly the kid was fucking around because... You heard him on the other side of the door just fucking with him, saying, oh, you're scared, blah, 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 blah. But, like, a part of me for a second, I was like, "Okay, did Michael actually throw this kid and was there and realize that this is the kid that took the fall for him? So, like... I don't know. I was thinking a lot of things. I don't think that's actually the case, but... No, no, and I think you're right. There's a lot of things... I I shouldn't say a lot. I think there's a handful of things in this where they could have, like, gone a different route. They could have taken this idea gone a slightly different route and i would have been like all right like sure like i guess that's fine but it's just all over the place it it is the most inconsistent movie maybe i've ever seen ever like what is the like nothing matters in this like nothing makes sense the fuck like okay so here's here was my thing i thought well this is a little bit later but Corey and michael have this relationship of sorts where it appears that Corey is helping Michael regain his strength by allowing him to kill people. I don't know. So in my head, I was like, oh, Corey's going to use Michael to do his fucking dirty work and get back at all these fucking people that pissed him off. And that's going to strengthen up Michael. And then ultimately, Michael will betray Corey. And that's that's what we build up to, which uh, Jamie Lee Curtis movie. So I don't know why that would be the build up, But, what you know. I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. That makes a little bit of sense. That is, that's not what happened. <laughs> that's not what fucking happens. <laughs> like, it's bizarre. I don't understand it like at all. I don't understand it at all. Not, not even slightly. So, uh, so he leaves the sewer. Corey leaves the sewer. Now angry, real mad. He's real mad. Now he's mad. Corey, sweaty. Oh, Corey, this the movie. Very sweaty. Very sweaty. Constantly fucking sweaty. Was fucking mouth open, catching flies all fucking movie. Fucking next hour, his mouth's just gaping open. Um, and, and this fucking old guy is this Nick Castle? By the way, is that who this is? But Nick Castle's in the bar in the bar. Oh, okay, party. okay. Uh, well, this old guy who for they just kept focusing on for no reason. He's it's homeless. Really, he lives under the bridge. It's really, it's really funny because Nick, Nick. By the way, old, old, old Nick looks like a homeless man. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> could have been Dick Warlock then. Dick Warlock. Dude, there's never been more abandoned houses in a town than like Haddonfield. And the one homeless guy is still relegated to under the bridge. <laughs> give him one of, just give him one of the dead houses. Give him one of the it's right. houses. Fucking Michael was living in a house when he first escaped in 78. <laughs> the only homeless guy in Haddonfield. No one thinks to be like, hey, do you want that murder house that's sitting empty over there? <laughs> Think no, Corey's sleeping in the blood of the dead kid. Right. Oh yes, Corey sleeps there on days when his mom kicks him out. So you can't stay there. You got to go back to the bridge. Why? Why is that not cleaned? By the way, 
Joe, why is it? Tear down the fucking houses. What are we doing? <laughs> Haddonfield is the suburbs. Like, this is not, this is not inner city where, like, those buildings would stay up for a long period of time. There's no infrastructure to, like, rebuild. What are we fucking doing? Like, if there's just 18 abandoned houses constantly in this fucking town where people died. I mean, these houses are big as big as fuck. Maybe Dude, we can't afford it. <laughs> because, uh, the, I, I would love to see the blueprints because, I mean, like you said, that one's like four stories tall. It's like a fucking church skyscraper. I mean, Lori, Lori's house is so big that she can't hear Michael making a fucking racket to get his mask back. It, it like literally, he should be like six feet away on the other side of the wall. Like, what are we doing? Um, I mean, that, that's a problem with every horror movie in a house, though. I mean, who the sure. fuck has ever been in a house that's so big? It's like, if there's a killer in the house, like, literally, they should be, like, across the hall. Yeah. But it's like, people are fucking sneaking through doors and pantries. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here, dude. So much room to maneuver. Just climb out, climb out the window. Just call it a day. <laughs> well, the old homeless guy kills, or tries to kill Corey, and is like, I'm Michael Myers! <laughs> Um, which would have been more effective before we saw Michael Myers. Dude, dude, Sean, (laughs) that's the most ass backwards. If that guy grabs Corey when he like wakes up and says that, you'd be like, oh fuck, Mike's like not wearing a mask and living in plain sight, hiding in plain sight. Yeah, yeah, that would at least suspend your disbelief. (laughs) You've already seen Michael. (laughs) We just watched Corey exit. Yeah, agreed. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Instead, afterwards, this guy's like, oh, Michael Myers. And then Corey fucking kills him. <laughs> uh, Lori is still writing, like, philosophical shit about fucking Michael and stuff. No one cares about Judy Greer either. That's just fucking done. Done and dusted. <laughs> um, a scene where Lori, while she's writing this shit, uh, looks out a window and we get a classic shot redone with Corey in the jumpsuit standing behind a bush. Yes. Oh my God. Lori does not like that. <laughs> and Lori's immediately like, I've I've got my fucking eyes on you, kid. <laughs> <laughs> what, Paul? The worst jump scare of all time afterwards. Wait, what when is she it? walks outside? What's the jump scare? I don't remember. So Lori looks outside and sees them exactly shades of the original Halloween. Yeah. And she goes outside and he's gone. Right. And then he pops out from behind her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She walked out her front steps and she's in the middle of the yard on the sidewalk with nothing around. And he literally just like. He's like right next to her. Pops out. (laughs) It's like literally physically impossible. And he, he, he's there and he's like, he, he's, he's acting a little more bizarrely than usual. Yeah. Well, again, he just murdered a man. <laughs> yeah. And he's covered in blood, which is so funny because then like he reunites with Allison here and she's like, oh, it's, what are you up to? You look like you're a mess. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got into a fight <laughs> covered in fucking blood. Covered in blood. Which even if even if he did get in a fight, that would still be cause for alarm. <laughs> Not even clean yourself off after that. Just go see her. She's literally known him for like two days, <laughs> and, and he shows up like three different times, and is like, "I just killed someone." 
and it's covered in blood. Like I think he actually tells her at that point, "I killed someone." And she's like, "So I, thought I want you in me also." But like, she doesn't recognize. I, she does not acknowledge that statement. I, I heard that also. I heard him be like, "I killed someone," and I was like, "What the fuck?" And she's like, "Oh." And then they just go to the house where he actually killed a kid. Oh, is that what he's playing up to? He's like, I killed someone, but he's talking about the kid, not the homeless guy. He just well, killed. no, but he just just killed. He did man. just kill a guy. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> anyway, he takes her on their first date, which is to that fucking house he killed a child in. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Worst first, first date, date ever. And then we get to explain, and then he explains the murder that we just fucking saw forty-seven minutes ago. We saw the whole fucking thing, and he's like, yeah, I came over to babysit. Uh, we watched a movie. Uh, I was cutting bread. I'm like, dude, we we fucking saw this, man. You gotta speed this shit the fuck up. Like, nothing new here, man. This is unreal. Um, and the house is obviously abandoned. Um, and they start leaning into this Corey's crazy mom angle, which is bizarre bizarre this overbearing protective mother who doesn't want Corey to have a girlfriend or have a life really um and will eventually kiss him on the mouth hot <laughs> that's why did that happen why is that scene included in this fucking movie i mean is that why he's a killer now or is it michael transferring the evil is that definitely not because she kissed him but it was on the mouth. But he killed before that. Exactly. But it's been, it's been happening for a while now, Joe. Yeah. Been, yeah. Okay. So why you know about this? I don't think. I don't think that's why. If I had to guess, um, can't rule it out though. And and the the mom, um, the mom is a a a a Jamie Lee Curtis hater because so. she believes. That because the boogeyman got away, Michael got away. That's why the town hates their kid for killing a child because <laughs> they needed somebody to be mad at. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could just be mad at two of them. I, I, I wouldn't put that. Back. Yeah. Why you have to pick and choose? <laughs> Hey, we can only be mad at one person in this fucking town. <laughs> one person at a time in this town. <laughs> and Michael we got our quote. So he's off the books. <laughs> we can't not like him. He's not here to defend himself. <laughs> so it's gotta be you, Corey. You killed that kid. <laughs> Who's next on the fucking worst list? Um we go to the diner where Allison and her ex-boyfriend uh have a disagreement and Corey gets involved and they have this fucking insane conversation just about how much they hate Haddonfield and we get this fucking Joker Harley Quinn fucking storyline started of Allison and Corey becoming evil together um is the evil being contagious to Allison because that Allison goes, let's burn it all down. And he's, he goes, I like the matches. And I'm like, and then they ride away on a fucking motorcycle. What the fuck is this movie? This movie is unfucking real. To like synth pop, 
to like fucking generic synth pop. They're riding away on their motorcycle like it's that fucking what's that movie? Driver or whatever. Like like uh, fucking oh, drive drive fucking it's insane it's fucking nuts dude it was fucking unreal and it's just them driving with like the neon lights of haddonfield like buzzing by them it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> the old nightlife of haddonfield nightlife of haddonfield they can't even they drive fucking tractors around um, see my impression of drive yeah hey <laughs> very good that was it <laughs> Just like four lines of dialogue in that movie. It's basically Ryan Gosling just being a hard job <laughs> standing against walls wearing a cool jacket. Which, like, fair. Like, if I could do that, I probably would do it too. It's a great flick. <laughs> um, Corey drops Allison off, and now Corey's like, cool guy. And Allison's like, come in with me. <laughs> like, Allison's going to yeah. give it all up. He's transforming into James Dean somehow. And Corey, dude, so much so that Corey's like, I got places to be, babe. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where are you go- dude, this guy's never fucked in his life. I'd be he'd be off that bike so fucking fast. <laughs> She's like, sorry, maybe another fucking time. And like rides away. <laughs> what the fuck? He's followed by a car, which is um Allison's boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend, um, right? Ex-boyfriend, sorry. Uh, he lures the cop into the sewer because, you know, if you saw a three-foot culvert pipe, you would for sure be like, well, I should probably go in there and inspect what's going on in the fucking sewers. Uh, and we see Corey standing there. And you're like, oh, him and Corey are going to go at it. But Michael pops out um, and attacks him. And Corey seems to have some type of control over Michael. It's it, it's so but This whole scene... <laughs> Made me like because it unravels a lot of shit, right? It unravels it unravels the the transference of evil, and now it's like Corey's like sick him, sick him, <laughs> and like it works. So you know, like Michael's like okay, yeah. Which I know, I know we have to ignore the other films prior to 2018, except for the 78. But when has Michael ever? been controlled or listened or worked with anybody or gave any inclination that he would ever do that. Loomis has been talking his entire life about how Michael doesn't do that ever. And it's very disappointing to Loomis. Right. And what, and, and what we've always talked about. And one of the things we love about Halloween is when Michael very rarely shows an ounce of, I don't even want to call it empathy because it's not, it's just it's actually apathetic. He just doesn't care about somebody enough to kill them. <laughs> Dude, an ounce of like, of like human behind the mask. Right. 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 That, and those moments are great. Like, but it's always like a baby or a kid taking a shit in the bathroom and he just walks away. Paul, you got to watch H2O, my friend. Dude, I've, I've seen H2O. All right. I saw it at a drive-in in Lake George. Right. Get on my level. Okay. Listen, all I'm saying <laughs> Was this an interview with David Gordon Green that you saw where he's talking about Christine? No, it was on. Uh, it was in. It was a written interview. Listen, did he talk about Alien versus Predator? Because I'm getting shades at AVP, no, and I fucking no, hate it. No. And I got banned from my these <laughs> message boards. Paul W S Anderson. <laughs> listen, it's true. Well, the hype around AVP was big. I was so excited for AVP. It was a letdown. It was a little letdown. <laughs> Predator is not going to befriend someone. 
Michael Myers is not going to befriend someone. I'm Agreed. sorry. Agreed. Because it's different. It's the than... stupidest fucking thing. It... That's not. That's like literally the one thing the character's not going to do. Especially the Predator. Predator's too fucking proud for that shit. That's not what they're doing. They're, they're Apex. Apex Predator! Right. Mike fucking Myers doesn't need these people. And again, if they built this up, if they built this up to Michael just needing this to gain strength, right? Because because he has a he kills this guy. When Michael kills this guy, he's like he like starts shaking and convulsing, like he's getting his strength back. He's hulking up while he like kills this guy. Every time he stabs him, Michael gains power. It's like Luke let's Bartley. not gloss over the fact. Let's not gloss over the fact that they are tag teaming at yes. this point. Yes, they, they are tag teaming, killing this guy, taking turns. Illegal tag, like when you tag the guy. Off the they need it. Not looking. They Jump needed right desperately a training montage to let's hear it from the boy, like like in, like in Footloose, where Michael's showing him the ropes and they're jumping over tires and stuff. Dude, I again, I'm fine with that. I'm actually fine with because, <laughs> dude, like again, like so, like this appears to be like okay, Corey is giving Michael something he needs, and Corey is getting something in return by his enemies being murdered. I'm fine with Michael befriending this kid until the end where he's like, bitch, I got my fucking strength back. You're deader than a fucking doornail now. Like, I'm good. You're, I'm going to fucking kill you. And that is not <laughs> what happened. They just are pals. They just pal around. Did anyone think that this was going to go a fight club route? That Michael Myers is all in, in this kid's head? Yeah. I, it did cross my mind, and I, I honestly was nervous that at the very end, Michael existed <laughs> in the first place. Yes, because because, because because Laurie Strode is writing a story, right? At the beginning, yes. I was like, fuck, dude. This is all just going to be like a, a no. work of fiction that she has been working on for the past 40 years. I thought it was going to be a work of fiction, or I thought it was going to go full Fight Club, where um, we think Michael is a character, but he's actually been other people the entire time. Every movie was a different person, sort of that was after dude, that. Dude, I'm, I would be I'm so much more okay mad. with that. I'd be, dude, I I'd be not. okay with that. Shot ball over this. Unless they played "Where Is My Mind," I'm out. Just give me some fucking pixies or the Not a Surf remake, and fucking drag up Meatloaf's fucking bag of bones. Come on, Paul. No reaction from that, Paul. That was, I know, Sean. That was said just to get a rise out of you, dude. I don't even know. Have you know? Yo, for those watching the video, Paul is around. like looking up to the left. He's off he's, screen. Uh, he's gambling. Time. He's gambling and watching the Dodgers. What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you know what I'm watching? Um. Okay. Uh. So he rejuvenates Michael. Um, Corey goes to Allison's. He doesn't know what's happening to him. He's kind of acknowledging he's like losing control of himself, sort of, but also not. Um, and then he asks Allison, did Michael Myers let you live or did you escape? She doesn't answer. Or I think she says like my mom saved me or something. Her brother. But who's her brother? He died. Oh. Is that real? Does she have a brother? Yeah, remember it was like there was a boy and a girl, and they killed her on the. St- on, I think he killed him on a staircase. I don't maybe, think, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. oh. I don't think. Wait, that, wait, did he break, saying, he break his? He broke. He broke his neck. That's her. Boy. You're saying Allison? Allison had a brother? No, because it was just yeah. three three Strode girls. 
I thought you said it was like a brother or something. No. That's I thought I heard brother. You old. spin me right round. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um Yeah. So uh she doesn't answer. Uh they go up to have sex and Lori's watching them, and also Michael's watching Lori watch them have sex. <laughs> what a fucking triangle. <laughs> And then she goes, she mentions, I see, oh my God. So this scene is fucking nuts. So they bring back what's her face from the original. Um, Kyle, Kyle, what's her name? Richards, Kyle Richards. The, the girl next door, uh, Lindsay, right? Lindsay. Yeah. They bring back Lindsay for this. She's the bartender. Um, And <laughs> fucking Lori's like, I see Michael in Corey's eyes. And the bartender's like, well, then you should probably go talk to that guy over there. Cut to that guy over there, who is the dead kid's dad. Dad, the dad, yeah. Who cuts a fucking monologue on Michael <laughs> that is unfucking real. <laughs> it's the most like fucking budget ass monologue I've ever heard. Like, that Corey boy was a good kid. He, he did nothing wrong. I unlike my wife, I dude, he fucking yammers on forever about it. <laughs> ain't that boy part, ain't that boy that mowed my lawn. Yeah, the weirdest part about that is this is this is three years after the kid death, four years after Michael. 19, 20, 20, 21, 20. Yeah, three years after the kid death, four after Michael. So he's like, he ends the story by being like, and you know what? I saw him walking down the street the other day and I wanted to pull over and tell him, I believe you. Three years later, you waited this long. You finally saw him. He's like, and I looked at him and that ain't the same kid anymore. That's that's the fucking evil kid. I just love that this bartender is just talking to people constantly about seeing Corey and thinking his eyes look evil. Like everyone's just mentioning Dude, she's like, like Lori says, I see Michael in his eyes, and she's like, You better talk to that guy. That guy's talking about Corey's eyes, too. <laughs> I don't think it sucks. You know what I think pisses me off I'll, the almost the most, besides, you know, the plot and the decisions and everything else? These guys emulated this movie after Halloween 3. Rob Zombie's second Halloween, which focused a lot on PTSD, and Friday the 13th Part 5, the one where Jason wasn't in it, uh, but but people were copying Jason and becoming evil like him. Yes. Those three movies were all ones that fucking failed, right? They fucking failed. They had the blueprint not to do this at this point, and that's what they chose to take all their parts from. It's yeah. just baffling. And they didn't want to make, they only wanted to make two movies, and then they were like, we had so much footage, we made a third. No, no, yeah, you big. You didn't. You fucking didn't. You didn't yeah. have enough footage. You're fucking having. No, listen. If you really wanted to, to transfer the power, somebody should have ate Michael's heart. Can we all agree on that. Yeah, yeah like, like Jason goes to hell. Yeah, of course. <laughs> the only way you can transfer. Un- power. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean that. That's a fact. You can do Wikipedia. That's the only way to transfer powers. Yeah, absolutely. Or get pissed on by a turkey. turkeys don't fucking um we go to this uh doctor's house he's kind of just been randomly thrown into this movie occasionally (laughs) yeah he's talking about fantasy football (laughs) and uh that's it that's it that's it and hey guess what if you watch the trailer because i watched it right before this actually for the first time and uh they show this in the trailer so 
You know exactly what's about to happen, but that's okay. Uh, why do they fucking even have trailers? It's fucking insane. We go to a doctor. He's got a woman over. They hear some noises. Um, she goes so it's also Sorry to interrupt, but that woman is uh, the other girl that works in the office with Allison. Yes, yes, yes. So a co-worker of Allison's, yeah. Um, who hates who hates Corey. Yes. Or is just constantly like, did you know he killed a kid? Like, like 14 times in the fucking movie. I, I probably would too. <laughs> I mean, it gets alarming. You, you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, I guess that's true. Three years is a short time. I feel like you got to give a kid like five years. Matt, I said ten. I said ten. Yeah, Dude, people don't. People a don't small town. Out. Yeah. Well, she goes outside because she hears noises, only to see Corey, who is wearing a scarecrow mask, which I'm pretty sure they were trying to merchandise. No one's going to buy that fucking mask. The movie sucks. Um, <laughs> Corey's killing the doctor in that stupid fucking scarecrow mask. Um, she runs inside, locks him out. I did like Corey's mannerisms because he was doing Michael, right? Like yeah. he like the way he was banging on the fucking door was like the Michael fucking like palm bang. Like like that would it was very ineffective at transferring power. Um but in the house is Michael. And that this is these are like the moments where I'm like, okay, is this fucking fight club like it? Is it would make more sense. Corey got into the house and fucking killed her. Like, you know what I mean? But Corey's seeing it like this. Corey's seeing somebody else kill and is like, oh my God, who could have done this? And it's like, it would tie back into killing the kid. And like, he just yes. doesn't. He's a murderer. It would make a lot more sense. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's not what happened. <laughs> and this, it's just, this, the kills are fine. Like, uh, right? The kills yeah. in this are fine. Yeah. There's so, there's a kill that's so crazy in this. And it's, so good. Is it the DJ? And, yeah. No. But it is what, what, so what? overshadowed by not mattering that I actually hate it. <laughs> it in a, in a, I know what you mean. Because it's such a good – it's just like a graphic like kill. You, you, you recoil when you see that. Yeah. Like, I don't want to watch this, right? And then it's like – you're right. Like who gives it's a shit? It's useless. <laughs> what the fuck was that for? This movie sucks. I don't even know what's happening. Why? It happened to somebody we have met once. Once. Dude, do that to the fucking band kid. What, like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, somebody fucking hate. Yeah, not the DJ who was like, "Could you please stop jumping off the fucking roof of the fucking radio studio?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and sitting up like Mike Myers like, yeah, every time. I could do whatever I want. <laughs> fucking ridiculous! It's a free world. I'm walking here. Hey, I'm walking here. Um, Michael stabs her to the wall, <laughs> and. That's that. Um, back to fucking the Corey and Allison love angle. They climb up to the radio station. This is when they're jumping off of it. And then we meet the DJ who's like, can you please fucking leave? And Corey's like, I'll fucking remember this. <laughs> He's like, guy, I'm just trying to do my job. And also, Allison decides she does not want to stay in Haddonfield anymore because actually the DJ is kind of an asshole. Because like, The DJ comes out and is like, can you please fucking leave? But then is also like, hey, I know you. You're that little fucking idiot granddaughter of Lori Strode. Just fucking rails into her family. Uh, was he wrong? No. Was he uh, wrong? No. And no one is in My guy. When they're constantly like, that's a kid killer. And like fucking like this shit is fucking weird. Allison decides she wants to leave and go with Corey. That's what they decide. 
and Lori is super sleuth Lori and is just following them around. Lori's storyline, <laughs> more than halfway through this movie, her main storyline right now is following two kids around, watching them fall in love and then try to thwart that. That's her biggest concern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just want to harp. I, I, I want to go back to what you said before. She spent her entire life stockpiling weapons and worrying about a madman coming back to kill her. This guy could be anywhere. And she's just frolicking around spying on these two kids and, and making sure they don't go any further. After she heard, she's the one that hooked them up. She just started all of this. Um, <laughs> Corey's mom is like, you, you can't leave. She slaps him, then kisses him on the lips. And then the best scene in the movie is she, the mom moves off screen, revealing the dad just sitting in the corner. And he just says, I hope you find love. <laughs> 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 it's like the fucking that guy's like the sweetest guy in the fucking movie, right? Like, yes, it's his uncle for some some reason. It's not his dad. It's not even his stepdad. It's his fucking uncle. Do they say that at any yeah. point in this? Is this oh, the Chinatown wow. remake? I don't believe so. Nobody gets their nose cut. Uh, David Gordon <laughs> Green said uh, he likes to think of this as a Chinatown uh, <laughs> reboot. Um, Corey. Gets kicked out of the house, so he sleeps where the dead kid died. Like the blood stain that they never cleaned up. I love that these people just leave the house. Um, And Lori, fucking Lori, is doing an interrogation bit in the fucking living room. He, He wakes up. He wakes up to her like fucking, oh, she's fiddling with a fucking paper airplane, which was a factor in the murder. It was a an event that happened in the original murder when he killed the kid by accident. Um, and she's like playing with a paper airplane and is like, all right, Corey, like time to talk like good cop, bad cop, Corey. Like <laughs> you're not seeing my daughter anymore. And this is when she explains the infection and the virus and how she's like, there's two types of threats with these things. There's a threat to the community because of a virus spreading and then there's a threat because of an infection or virus. And I was like, okay, so it's a little late, but we're going to go into the COVID thing. Got it. Like that's what we're doing. Michael's transferable. That's it. That's all we'll hear that again. That's done. Done. And was that what was happening? (laughs) Or is it like, Oh, you tell us what happened. (laughs) I don't know, dude. It sucks. It fucking <laughs> dude, sucks. I'm, t- I'm telling you, this kid went from like a scared little pipsqueak getting bullied by kids five years younger than him in high school to him getting that motorcycle and being super confident and like baby driver. Yeah, about to grind on. No, grind I mean, on, that uh, part Lori's is granddaughter. That, it is a good That's parallel. To Christine. Yeah, it is a good parallel to Christine because that now feels that said. power, dude. That throttle underneath his crotch. Yeah, because that nerd. Uh, draws... Jesus Christ! Who the fuck invited this guy? You did. It was, it was me. <laughs> Crossstake. Feels that crottle. Um, <laughs> he mentions Corey mentions if I can't have her, no one will. We are at an hour and twelve minutes of an hour and fifty minute movie right now. 
We have seen Michael not a lot. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> anyway, this is when Corey and uh, Michael have their domestic spat. And, and, <laughs> and, dude, it's actually shot, like, really well. Like, if this was, like, if this was, like, a drama and this was, like, a domestic violence scene, you'd be like, this is, like, a really well shot scene. Because it's, like, shot far away. <laughs> And they're coming closer to the camera as the camera's like coming into the the culvert, and you're like, like it's actually like a really like well shot scene, but it's it's a fucking idiot wrestling with my eighty year old Michael Myers, <laughs> who again we just saw murder an entire town and withheld uh, baseball bats and sticks and other kinds of weapons being used against them. He just lifted a full, full fireman. In their in their complete outfits in that last movie, <laughs> while he lifted was climbing up. out of a fire, lifted one up after breathing in smoke and being burned, putting one on like a fucking crowbar and lifting him in the fucking air. Maybe one handed, <laughs> actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, it might have been one handed because it looks so fucking dumb. It like hurts your fucking head, and 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 he's just getting fucking beat up by this fucking kid who gets beat up by band members. <laughs> anyway David Gordon Green said that um, it was inspired by Karate Kid and he had to cut all the Muay Thai training scenes <laughs> out that, that's why he got a oh that's it yeah yeah he did uh, a keto hip toss like Steven Seagal that's how he took him to the ground Steven Seagal's fucking, <laughs> fucking like the thing he does now because he like can't actually do karate he can't move he's too fucking <laughs> Just slaps his bicep. It's so fucking weird. And he's like, hey, come here. We're going to demonstrate this. And he karate chops a guy in the throat. (laughs) Fucking asshole. (laughs) Fun fact. Fun fact. This this is a question uh, for the ladies out there. Uh, My wife, Tina, and and my friend, Amanda, both think Steven Seagal is hot. Like Wait, is I, or was? No, not not not. Okay, was was okay, not not you. present day, not present day. But was Steven Seagal hot? Never. John Claude Van Damme. I I I can understand. Oh, the muscles but, from Brussels, guys, moved out of his gourd. <laughs> Who makes an appearance in this movie? By the way, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? Uh, the, uh, Corey, Corey's uncle's watching Hard Target on uh, on the TV. Oh, GTFO, bro. Um, Seagal, Casey Ryback, bro, under siege. <laughs> fucking rat tail. Look at my cousin when he was taking karate and like his six face, But his face has always been pretty stupid looking. I agree. Well, yeah. <laughs> but why has his face morphed into like this insane villain face? <laughs> it's so weird. Anyway, all right, we can't do this right now. We've got to fucking finish this up. <laughs> All I want to do is pull up Seagal pick. Dude, who's uh, the guy I'm thinking of with the giant jawline? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any a cop? Y- yes, Zidar. Robert Zidar. Yeah, Zidar. Yeah, Seagal also wanted to be Zidar this whole time. So these two wrestle. Corey takes his mask. Um, he goes to back to the band geeks. He carves Psycho into the band geeks' car. Then lures them to the junkyard where they think they have the upper hand. <laughs> Only to find... It's not the case. Billy uh, got his drumstick shoved through his eyeball. <laughs> um, he runs a girl over with his fucking truck. Under a fence. Under a fence. She's trying to climb over a fence. Chain link fence. 
And then his uncle's there working the night shift at the fucking junkyard, I guess. Doesn't hear any of this fucking commotion um, until the band leader is like, help me, help me. He goes out. Um, Corey bludgeons. It's Corey, right? Yeah, it's Corey bludgeons the remaining girl with a fucking wrench. The dad comes out. Corey removes the fucking mat. Yeah, he re- yeah he removes yeah, the mat. Yeah, because this is actually a cool scene. This is insane. The, it's the best. The uncle's like Corey. Like he's like, and that guy's honestly a great actor because the way he looks at him, he's just like you can like see the heartbreak and confusion. Be like, this is you. Like why? You know. Even when he turns to the band leader, because the band leader has a gun and is like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." Lifts the gun up, and the uncle stands up. And he's he's gonna say like don't do that, and you could see it in his eyes like he's like like it's honestly confused about what he about what he just he like can't comprehend what he's saying. And he's like, do I stop this or not? Like he's not sure, but he doesn't want Corey to die. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's gonna say stop. Yeah, it's it's a fucking crazy scene. Like that guy is the best part of this fucking. (laughs) That guy's amazing. Yeah. Well, his head gets blown. That, that's why you don't <laughs> fucking idiot, the biggest idiot kid in the movie, a gun. <laughs> that kid shoots Corey's dad in the head um, and is mystified about how it could happen. Like, the guy was <laughs> fucking 100 yards away trying to shoot fucking, <laughs> fucking Corey. Um, yeah. And uh, he goes up to um, the one girl that's under the fence who's actually still alive. Um, he's like, Stacy's dead. And she goes, could you imagine one of us doing this to each other? We're best friends. And this horrible thing is happening to us. And I'm like, <laughs> you're dead too. Joe's Joe stuck under a fence. Joe's stuck under a fence. And I run up to him and I'm like, dude, fucking Paul's dead. And Joe goes, you're dead too. <laughs> and then I get murdered. <laughs> yeah. Not like waiting, waiting for you to speak first before prompting you. There's somebody behind you. <laughs> the weapon <laughs> that's just like dude look out just like fucking burn me with that one lighter that's actually so funny that's a great point insane that's the most insane shit for dead the, the most the most i told you so moment of all time <laughs> michael you puts like a dude. welder in his mouth <laughs> fucking lighting his fucking skull on fire insane yeah, that was cool, but like, why did. When did he get the tank and bring out the fucking. The, the, the welding torch? <laughs> he didn't. And also, <laughs> when, when did Corey. Why was it out there? When did Corey get the strength to step on a woman's head and turn it into fucking jelly? Because he crushes this woman's skull. Disintegrated. He could not fight fucking. He couldn't fucking hold on to a knife when the band kids came over. A band kid knocked a knife out of his hand with a drumstick. <laughs> that almost defies physics. <laughs> You'd have to be... Yeah, it's because he beat the shit out of Michael somehow and then start <laughs> oh, off. Got it, got it's it. It's been listening to a lot of Invocation of Nehek. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. Why. Um, Corey goes to his own house um, and his mom's up next. And we get the radio host who is playing Teenage Werewolf. And um, great kill, though. Great kill. And shout out to listener Tequila O'Neill, uh, who pointed out that was Percy the Mail Girl from Joe Bob Briggs. 
that gets got before the DJ does. Point it, point it out. Did you not pick up on the giant breasted woman I, who is Darcy fucking <laughs> not even pretending to be an actress? Like literally in the male girl. I did, not, like, I did not. Hey, welcome to the Joe Bob Briggs. I mean, Halloween. I mean, the DJ booth. <laughs> a real fucking. <laughs> no, you didn't, you didn't catch it. It really blends into the crowd. <laughs> Dude, if if Rob Zombie wrote this, that would have been Wolfman Jack. Hey, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> of course it would. From the fucking no. American Graffiti soundtrack. Somebody, wait, hang on. I got to get the guy's name. Um, a, a, a listener of the show. Um, uh, sorry. Um, well, while you're pulling it up, can I can I do one? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, got, you got it on you. All right, I'll get because I'll I had a couple written down. Tequila Oatmeal already said, uh, Electric Blood in, in Black Jeans pointed out that they quoted Loomis from the Rob Zombie movie, uh, When You Stare Into the Eyes of the Abyss, the Abyss Stares Back. So they are taking notes from that. Um, shout out to Katie, Beth, and Carly been listening from Texas who've been listening to us forever. Uh, Katie, Beth is very confused as to why we might not like the, this movie and in, in these movies in this installment. <laughs> What? <laughs> I think I've, I think I misheard that as well. There's a fan. There's a fan of these. Katie straight up was, said to me, "I don't understand what you could possibly not enjoy about these." <laughs> they're not fucking. They're barely fucking movies. <laughs> um. So uh, I just want to shout this guy out, Cullum Crowley. He worked on Halloween Ends. Um, I had the opportunity to work on it and I wanted to share some of the behind the scenes pictures from Halloween ends. And he sent us fucking set pictures of these fucking houses and shit. And it's like really fucking cool. Um, dude, look at this. Like imagine, dude, he saw, I'll, I'll hold it up to the video people. Like, nice. That's so cool. Like leaving Haddonfield sign. The movie probably ruled to work on. This is Boys in the Hood car wash, which I didn't catch in the in the movie, but I guess it's there. David Gordon Green really paying attention to the critical details. <laughs> <laughs> Shouting out much better movies. <laughs> Just hiddenly saying, watch these movies instead. Um, <laughs> anyway, we go to Lori's house where we get the slowest scene I was almost like, I'm, I think I'm cool with this. It's so slow. Lori pours herself a drink the slowest way possible. She's writing, finishing up this book. She calls the police and she says, I'd like to report a suicide at whatever the address is that she lives in. I knew when they cut away, it wasn't going to happen, but I was like, I'm kind of fucking down with this. That would be so fucked. That would be so fucked. And I always thought that this movie was going to end with um, Lori needing to die in order to get rid of Michael. Like, almost like she did carry. He was so bound to her that, like, the only way he'd ever yes. stop is if she was fucking dead. So I was like, maybe we're going there. Like, I, that's what I had been hoping for this entire time. 
Which could you imagine? Like that would be the bleakest ending to like such a strong female character who we right. followed for for years. Right. I thought they they might do it as well. I was like, fuck, they might do it, and that might actually salvage the movie if they like. Oh, it, fuck, that, they, that is too hardcore for such a stupid like plot. <laughs> well, turn turn. Fun fact, Paul. Uh, turns out you're right. Because it uh, doesn't happen. So. Yeah. Well, I, no, I, I mean, I thought I thought the same thing. And obviously, when they cut to like, it's a shot of the door. You're like, okay, well, she didn't do it. But yeah, yeah, it's um, you're you're just like, yeah, you're like, holy shit, that'd be fucking nuts. Because like, as soon as you kind of see it, you're like, oh my god, imagine this. And then all of a sudden, she pulls out a gun from the safe, and you're like, no fucking way. Dude, and how dude, many times? Well, have, when like, you, oh, what? When, when you when your fucking story resolves around some other asshole who's not. Michael Myers, you're not going to go that bleak. I guess it's... you just can't. You fucking can't. But like, it's like what me. I mean, we've all kind of probably mentioned it at one point or another. You get to a certain point in these horror movies where, like, if you actually put yourself in these shoes, you would just kill yourself because it's just so much easier. Like, you would just be like, hey, "Dude, if I'm Lori, I'm like this. I'm so fucking done with this shit. Fucking unreal. Like, I'm just never going to catch a break. And this guy's not going to fucking die. Like, period." Um. Anyway, but at this point in the movie, Lori doesn't know Michael's in town. Hey, guess what? At this point in the movie, she doesn't know Michael's in town, and she hasn't done shit. <laughs> the fuck also is Lori doing? Also true. Yeah, but she knows this kid is the, the new reincarnation of Michael. She thinks this kid's Michael. Which, hey, you, this Paul, you mentioned you said uh, you know movie this stupid. I think is the way you worded it, which would not would not go that bleak. Well, you're right, because they just fucking doubled down on the stupid here. Because, Lori, you hear a bang and a splatter. And you're like, that was clearly the pumpkin in the room, but that's okay. And then Lori flings the door open and starts shooting her fucking gun at Corey, who's behind the door. (laughs) Super sleuth Lori unloads fucking four bullets into him. That is such an intricate plan to to fake a suicide because she knows she knows dude yes just shoot she knows somebody is in her house watching her and pretends to phone call 911 to report a suicide and pretends to shoot herself and opens the door be like you think I'd actually do that you fucking idiot like what what are you doing just shoot him the whole time like I can't wait to kill myself in a few minutes (laughs) I'd hate for somebody to uh to nobody better find me. Nobody, nobody better try to kill me because I'm about to do it myself. <laughs> what are you doing? I think I'm going to do it at five past nine. <laughs> if your watch is sunk up correctly, um, dude, opening the door and saying that to him is so fucking infuriating and stupid. Yeah, think I'd actually. Do. Why would he think anything? Why? Why would he not think you? He's watching you. Say that you're gonna do it. The fuck, putting on a play for him. <laughs> she she shoots yeah. him. For, what? It would have been better if she home alone it and she just fucking she just put, put a bunch of nails through a board and left the door unlocked or something and waited for him with paint cans on the top of the stairs. Swung a fucking paint can into his head. <laughs> yeah, or a fungo bat. Um. Yeah. Uh. She shoots him four times. And then, for whatever reason, shoots two bullets into the wall. (laughs) 
I don't understand that moment in the movie at all because, like, she wants to kill this kid. Um, and she's, I, I don't even know what she's doing to Corey. Like, I don't know what her thing with Corey is. Like, what is she going to get out of talking to him and not just killing him here? Um, because she gives him the opportunity to be like, or maybe she did want him to kill him. So I, I don't think that's what she wanted though. But basically he's like, I told you it was me or she'd have no one. And then he fucking kills himself. He stabs himself in the neck, which by the way, he doesn't kill himself. He's somehow still alive for the next five minutes. Waits for Michael to come here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, He waits like three minutes. Shot four times in his chest and fucking cut his own. (laughs) Stabbed himself in the jugular. (laughs) And then pulls the old Eddie Guerrero, throw the chair at the other guy and then fall down. Because, Allison immediately opens, like, throws the knife at Lori, who holds now the bloody knife that Corey killed himself with. And Allison walks in and is like, you piece of you. Grandma. Yeah. Dude, dude, framing Lori at that moment is so insane. Dude, dude, he's dressed up as Michael Myers, and he clearly fell off the stairs. What do you think he's doing? Like, wouldn't you be like, oh, this is complicated. This is much more complicated than my grandma just killed this fucking yeah. guy. Also, why is he here? Also, also, Lori shot him, correct? Yes. So why does he need to stab himself in the neck and then toss her the knife? He already has the four bullet. He already has the four bullet holes in him. It's the old Eddie Guerrero trick. She's got it. She's got to have the smoking gun. No pun intended. Which was probably yeah. in her other hand. <laughs> but- <laughs> Yeah, he also has the stinky shit smelling Michael Myers like actual mask. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. been in a fucking sewer for four years. Like, if you walked in on that, you're not going to be like, this is crystal clear. My grandma killed this guy and he's innocent. You'd be like, yeah. oh, this is a bad. This is bad. I don't know what the fuck is going on. But I don't want any part of it. Um, but instead, Allison's like, how dare you, grandma? And uh, she's about to drive away. When we see the crusty old hand of Michael pick up the mask and the knife. And by the way, Lori at this point is just on the ground crying. I don't know why. Dude, she's sad because Allison's mad at her. Yeah, fucking unreal. It's unreal. <laughs> so sad. But this is all on the day when everyone they've known and loved has been murdered. So fucking, like, what do you expect to happen? Anyway. Also, Corey, who's been shot multiple times and stabbed himself in the throat. Is overpowering Michael's hand to grab the mask. He's like, no, yeah, no, you that's not your mask. Wow. That is my mask. Uh, yeah, Michael. but 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 Lori cannot hear it on the same floor of the same house. Michael kills him, and it's so anticlimactic. You've built up this fucking Corey storyline all this way. He had a relationship with Michael, whatever that was, telepathic, fucking virus, fucking whatever. Well, Mike's staring at him in the eyes right here, and then he gets his strength back, so the evil's coming back into Michael. But it's because Michael kills him. Right, but he's also making direct icon. Like, they make they make a point with their camera angle to show that he's staring into his eyes. At least that's what I got from it. Well, you know what? Maybe fucking... I don't like it, and I don't think maybe it's good, Lord, and I also don't make... Maybe Lord Beth was right. Maybe this is a... Yeah. Looking. Yeah, hey, hey, Ingmar Bergman. I don't <laughs> care about his camera angle. Katie Beth. Katie Beth. Um, but Corey, okay. So anyway, Michael's got his mask. Michael and Lori go toe to toe for the 
third time or maybe second because they didn't go toe to toe in the second one because that would be logical. Um, Lori absolutely fucked Michael up. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to talk about the end of this movie. Lori, <laughs> Lori fucks Michael up, um, stabbing him and basically nailing him to the table. Nailing him to the table. Yeah. Um, and then dropping a fridge on one of his legs. It's like, hey, don't go anywhere. <laughs> Dude, at that point, I feel like that's a moot point. I just have a blade through the center of my hand. Yeah. But also, from everything we've seen, does Michael feel pain? None of this makes sense, Paul. None of it fucking Is Michael happens. human or is he not? Because well, these are powers. He has powers. He's gaining powers. That's what, supernatural. That's correct. And to answer your question about pain, uh, he rips his hand exactly. through the knife that's pinning him to the table. So his hand is split into two. But after and he strangles her with it. But yes. So why did that not happen for the first two minutes of him being pinned down? Yeah, because he spends fifteen minutes being stabbed like a fucking <laughs> cushion on the fucking table instead of just escaping. <laughs> um. Yeah, she stabs him all over the chest. She removes his mask even, and then slits his throat. Yeah. Sharp. And then Michael. Michael starts choking her, like Joe said. Um. And she's going, she's going, do it, do it. And I think they were transferring evil to Lori. That would make sense. Because she's then, changing. Right. And then Allison walks in, breaks Michael's arm, and is like, I'm not going to let that. She goes, I'm not going to let that happen to you. Are we, is Allison acknowledging that like evil is. She's turning evil. evil? Yes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's fucking mind blowing. That's fucking mind blowing. That's a drink. That's a drink champs air horn. We got it. Are they really transferring evil, or is she like, I'm done. I want to die as well. I mean, that's that's the thing, right? That uh, David Gordon Green's using a real artistic vision here to say to ask you whether does evil is evil a virus or. Or is it a learned behavior? You you are correct in that. I mean, exactly think about the last how... shot of the movie. Fucking sucks. Oh, she left the mask. She has mask though. Yeah, she got the evil in her. Or is the mask evil? Like Paul questioned earlier, does the mask carry the evil? Did I? Because Lori pulled off the mask. He who pulls off the mask carries the evil. Ooh. Might be on something. Bam, you might bam, be on bam. something. But then she got those veggies. Hey, guess what? This movie fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, maybe I didn't give this movie cre- enough credit. Maybe it's good. Um. Well, anyway, uh, Allison snaps her out of it, and to prove that she is not evil, she slits Michael's wrist and lets him bleed out. <laughs> Oh, good. I'm a changed woman. Uh, I'm going to fucking bleed this guy out. You cured me. (laughs) How do you you not stab him in the face, though? The greatest scene in movie history is about to happen. The Hawkins. Not not the Hawkins. Hawkins. Hawkins and the police arrive. They find Lori covered in blood. The sheriff from part two. I was so happy. The guy that. 
the guy that everyone was like, why did you write this guy into it? The guy with the cowboy hat that's just like, cowboy hat. hey there, partner. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is that guy? I want to know more about uh, Haddonfield Sheriff who walks around in a cowboy hat. <laughs> the most useless sheriff of all time. And in this movie, he shows up after all the rest of the cops. And he's it's like, done. The movie's throw done. him on the car. <laughs> throw him on top of the hood. <laughs> it's like, we can't do that. We don't do that here. And he's like, tonight we do. <laughs> if I remember, if I remember, he was the guy in Kills that's like, Lord fucking order. <laughs> We don't act like a fucking mob. <laughs> um, which I guess this is his character arc. Those two scenes. These two scenes. Um, Hawkins walks in and goes, Michael. Which like just made me laugh. Like, yeah, we know. It's fucking Michael. You know, of course it's fucking Michael. What are you guys talking about? Eight million dead people in town. Like, of course it's fucking Michael Myers. What are you talking? He's been missing. He's not. Go- like, they were so much more protected when he was in the insane asylum. But during that period, they were like, Jesus fucking Christ, what if Michael got out? <laughs> and in this to one, they're like, God damn it, that's Michael Myers? To be, yeah, to be fair, all the, all the dead people in this one, Michael only killed one. Uh, Yeah, no, he killed like a couple. He killed the woman. I don't know, it doesn't fucking matter. I think he just killed a woman. That's my problem with this movie. Because Corey was going to yeah. bleed out anyways. Yeah. That's already gone. That kills Corey. Well, yeah, whatever, Joe. Michael can't prove that. Michael's dead. I forget. Oh, Lori says he, or somebody says he's dead, and she goes, "Not dead enough. Time for Haddonfield to start healing." <laughs> <laughs> that's the shittiest writing of all time. And then the that's. Then the other cops are like they're they're tying Michael to the roof of the fucking car, and 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 a cop is like, hey, we don't do this here, and that that's when the sheriff shows dude just pulls down the street, opens the door, and is like, tonight we do. <laughs> like, what? Dude, a modern day is seventy Sam, and there's no way he heard that guy saying. <laughs> no, he literally just drove up. <laughs> they. They parade Michael through town. I, I I honestly was like, are they gonna like do like a Benito Mussolini and fucking hang him from the fucking Dude, hang like, him and shoot him center of town, fucking just shooting at his body, beating him up with like sticks and shit? Which hey, I would have actually been okay with. That. Honestly, deserve it, right? My, Michael Myers, that should happen. Especially bringing your kids out to the curbside, watching them yeah, come down I- like a Macy's Day float. And they start carrying him around like the Lori describes it as a procession, which to me is like an honorary thing. Yeah. You know? And she says like the, after the procession and I'm like, bro, that should have just, that should have been the Benito Mussolini. They should have just dragged his ass to the center of fucking town and the whole town fucking take turns whacking him. Instead, they pull him off the roof. Like, like in the Joker, doesn't that happen in the Joker? Yeah, they pull him out of the fucking they car. They pull him out of the car and, and they, they pass him around. Carry him like a hero. That's what they do to Michael. That's what they do to Michael. I mean, granted, they throw him into a fucking wood chipper, but they're all absorbing that evil. It's dude. one of those trash compactors that you just get that's what gets rid of like all your, your garbage and large waste. And they throw Michael in it, and that's the end. They fucking chop Michael up. Which is I mean, and that 
that that was actually kind of sweet because he explodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's real gone now, like gone, 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 gone. Yeah. And we cut to Lori writing her book. <clears throat> Evil doesn't die; it changes shape. Um, alluding to the transference She's of evil. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lori closes her laptop, answers the door. Hawkins um, brought her some fucking vegetables. And then they fucking harken back to this cherry blossom fucking thing that they talked about for 10 seconds when they met at the grocery store. And she, Tell me about the cherry blossoms. And then it just cuts to rooms in the house, ending in Lori's office study where she's writing her book and you see Michael's mask on the table. Which is not in police evidence. Yeah, post smells like shit. Why definitely. don't you grind it up? Why wouldn't you grind it up? No one You've spent forty that. years hiding. Keep that she's on her fucking evil mantle. now, Joe. She's evil. <sighs> Dude. Are we gonna- <laughs> Does this mean Hawkins is gonna be evil? I hate when chows that bark box. I really do not like this movie. Now the question is: Is it worse than Kills, or is Kills one hundred percent worse? I don't Why? know if I'd say that. Why? I'd say I'd rather watch Kills than I'd watch this. I would I- rather watch Kills. There's just a stupid ego. <laughs> Evil <laughs> dies tonight for like twelve minutes straight, but like. Agreed. At least well, dude, Michael, Anthony Michael Hall's character. Dude, Michael is the main, is like a focal point. Right. Michael's the fourth main character in this. Listen, <laughs> listen. I, I think I agree that I would rather watch Kills over this because more happens. Yes. But I, I'm not going to say 100 because, because that, that that's giving it credit. Like, I would enjoy watching. I would, if I had to choose between these two, I would be fucking miserable, right? So I wouldn't enjoy watching kills over this, but I think it might be a slightly easier watch to rewatch. Listen, as somebody who had to create a new account for IMDb because they're asked to not be on the message boards, um, <laughs> for, for a similar, or listen, oh. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, listen, you please I, not post anymore. It was it was more like I got an email that I lost privileges, but. Dude, it's it's not even it's it's not even comparable. It's like at least the second one, at least kills, is still in the same vein as Halloween, even if you don't like it. Right. This one, you're following an alternate character. And other than the scene that's in the garage, which is really just like the Christine scene like we talked about, that's really the only cool scene. I can't believe I still can't believe in kills they kill a handicapped guy. <laughs> Uh, dude, shades of the pianist just ripped so off the pianist. That's so insane. One thing I noticed was um, critical reception, and this is this makes me really question like the grasp and the money spent on marketing and probably paying people to write reviews. Because I wouldn't say the reviews are like glowing, but they're like, well, Halloween ends, but it's not that great of a movie. It's it's okay, like. And I'm like, what are they watching? Like, they're like, it's the typical Halloween ending. Uh, Michael's going to be back. And I'm like, what are they fucking watching? Like, that's, are you watching the fucking movie? Like, this is all, like, I feel like this should be fucking sandbagged, like, bad. Like, this is like, me and Joe, like, how do you, how do you let them do the exorcist now? (laughs) 
Three more movies of this fucking asshole. <laughs> Three more. Fucking Exorcist. The Exorcist. So, I guess this is my this is my question for you guys. Because you guys care about the fanfare and you've talked about that with like the monsters. Like the you you have to respect like fans' love of the series. Right. Right. But you wanna you wanna throw it back, like pay homage to that, whatever. But by doing this storyline, it's it's like spitting in their face and be like, we don't care what the fans say. We're just making this alternate reality and totally just twisting up this story for non-fans. And I get you want to you want to grow the audience and get suck other people in. But with the last one, you have to cater to the audience. The, like, the last the last one should be the most fanfarish of all of them, in my opinion. Yeah, dude, you're getting- so how. It's the outro, man. Like it should be the it's the it's the fucking fireworks. It's the fucking band yeah. encore. Like you fucking yeah. go hard on just Michael being Michael and Lori being Lori. And like I said in the beginning, if they wanted to make a Charlie story and made this a standalone, but it took place in the Haddonfield universe post Myers murder spree, I'm fine with that. But don't do it as Halloween ends. Dude, calling it Halloween ends and then having this as your final product. Where you barely get the two characters anyone gave a shit about in the first place. It's honestly a slap in the face. And um, okay, so the end of was it the, the first the Halloween twenty eighteen? Yeah, with with the with the fire and they're stuck in the cage in the basement. Yeah. Like how does he survive that but die from getting two knives in his palms and getting pinned down? Like so that that that's my thing. That's why I'm so like frustrated. It's like it's not consistent either. So like Joe, as like Halloween being your favorite horror movie, like you talked about okay, Halloween twenty eighteen, Halloween kills, Halloween ends. And you're saying there's even a conversation about kills and ends, which is better. Yeah, I like. I, I don't even think it's a conversation. I think kills is so much better. And, and Sean, I feel like you're on on board with that, right? Like, I I don't want to say it's better. I don't want to say it's so much better because that's implying that it's good. Where I'm in agreement that I would rather <laughs> watch kills, but I don't think kills is good. So saying that saying that kills is so much better would be a lie because I don't like kills whatsoever. <laughs> do you know what uh, I'm Sean? I, I do. I, I do, but. I'm sorry. I'm reading. I'm reading. Um, I'm reading five star reviews for Halloween, <laughs> and they're fucking bananas. All of these people should not be allowed to watch movies anymore. Like I'm gonna. I actually am gonna delete my letterbox tonight. I think because I can't. I can't be. I can't even be on the same website as these fucking people. Halloween ends five stars. Oh my god, the most original and fresh franchise film in years, maybe decades. Wholly different in tone, style, influences than 2018 and kills. David Gordon Green directs the hell out of this movie, and Jamie Lee Curtis slays as always. Real standouts are Andy Matichak, who makes Alex. That's what I, I that's how I always read it. A completely new breed and newcomer, Rohan Campbell. My jaw was dropped the entire two hours. I'm so. It was his. Yeah, that's what I was going to fucking say. That 
You and fucking Rohan both, man. The guy couldn't fucking pick <laughs> his fucking job for fucking a second. Um, if you don't like this movie, you can lick every inch of my dick and balls. This is easily what, what, what? this is easily the best movie of the year. Not what? even close. I felt terrified through the entire thing. Not only of what Dude. Michael would do, of what Michael would do. Michael, Michael wasn't in the movie. <laughs> But what? But that Allison was going to find out about <laughs> what? Or oh, but that Allison was going to find out about Corey. I'm doing my best not to spoil it because holy shit, watch this movie. Probably the, letterboxed. Yeah, probably the best part was that the horror took kind of a back seat, and it felt much more focused on the character relationships. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly the problem. <laughs> But please, the, if you have even the slightest appreciation for horror, watch this movie. I swear to God, you will not regret it. Who knows? He just said horror took the back seat. And he says, if you have the, even the slightest appreciation of horror, watch this. Who, who knows? Maybe I'm just spitting out my ass here. This guy. You are. You are. <laughs> There's another reason to go see it. Everyone loves telling people on the internet that their opinions are awful and that they should be better. One more thing. Didn't this guy start his with saying, if you don't like this, you can lick my dick in my balls? Yeah. One more thing. That ending was glorious. <laughs> I, I mean, it kind of was. The, the ending was kind of <laughs> glorious, but it's very ridiculous. I wonder if, I, I wonder if he follows me. <laughs> um, some of the names seem kind of familiar. Um, I won't even read this one all the way, but uh, I don't think I've seen a mainstream horror film this compelling this unorthodox, this fucking ballsy. There are several moments that were beyond what I could have expected from a Halloween movie. Transcendent, to say the least. The culmination of everything that has been done to and by the people of Haddonfield. Lastly, this is tied for the best use of Blue Oyster Cult in a horror movie this year. And then he proceeds... This year? Then he This year. And then he proceeds to write out the lyrics to... To the wrong song, <laughs> there goes Tokyo. Go, go, Godzilla. <laughs> no, that's funny. <laughs> I wish you did that. <laughs> Holy shit, I do not believe my eyes. This is so much better than anything I could have ever hoped for. Total disbelief. These people are fucking sick, like, they're sick in the head, like, they're sick in the head. It's divergent. It's grounded. It's ex- could you imagine thinking this guy loves to hear himself? You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine writing these fucking words and like taking yourself fucking seriously? This guy is insufferable. It's good. I, what, what what is his first? What's his name? Because I want to ask him what's the the number one use of Blue Oyster Cult in a movie in twenty twenty two. This is a different guy. This is a different guy. This is a different. Guy. <laughs> This guy reviewed Halloween and wait, I'm just gonna share this because it's fucking picks insane. up a bus and he throws it back down. <laughs> Look how many times he reviewed Halloween ends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I mean this guy's an asshole. <laughs> does, this, does this guy also have a writing credit on IMDb? Probably, I'm sure. Dude. Um five reviews, five it, stars. I mean time. He, he he finishes his review. User, username Gordon David Green. <laughs> Dude, he's Kevin Duranting it. Just gonna fucking go on other people's fucking reviews and be like, "You suck." Um, 
you're gonna suck my balls and my butt and my- <laughs> he ends this with i mean it's like it, what if cameron crow read too much stephen king while he was writing to say anything because that's what everyone <laughs> everyone's dying for that everyone's just been clamoring for cameron crow to read stephen king and then write say anything uh this, oh, yeah, this yeah. one's for the film kids Hey, I have a question for both of you. Do we owe Mr. Zombie an apology? No. <laughs> no. They just need to start making fucking normal movies and stop overthinking this horse shit. It's so easy. Cricket. Loudest cricket I ever heard. Dude, he made it into my room somehow. He was outside before. <laughs> He's got a megaphone. All right. Do we have anything else to say about Halloween? Because we have to choose. <sighs> we have to choose a live show. Winner, blow up my eardrums, man. Let's listen. I, I, I don't know. I like 2018. I think is totally. I think is totally fine. We could pick it apart to make fun of it. Even kills. I, I think there's a lot that's stupid with the mob mentality, and and there's a, there's dumb choices, but it's overall fine. We just like to pick apart because it's fun. This one was. I think Sean. Good. It's I not as original. When he said what? he had more to say. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's 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 not it. It's not as original as it thinks it's it as it thinks it is. No. We've seen fucking Jason X. We've seen other people take take these slashers' bodies. I don't know. It, it's just a disappointment. Like we, I know this fucking. <laughs> Dude, this sounds like you're literally playing an audio clip of a. It's like gotta be like right over. I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. All right, listen, we gotta pick something out. Um. I'm just gonna. It's creepy music, creepy sound effects for the uh, thing. Um, <clears throat> so, a lot of great entries. Um, a uh, uh, lot of good ones. A lot of good ones. I got a lot of Hell House LLC. Okay, could be a fun Solid. one for a live show. Um, you know, some people said trick or treat, but I don't think that's underrated or anything. Um, House of the Devil is that underrated? Oh. I would say I think it falls under under the radar. I think there was a moment in time where it was like on everyone's radar, but I think it's been long enough where like people don't really fucking think about it. Yeah, I think, you know, amongst like the hard- hardcore horror, it's probably properly rated, but to general masses, yeah, pretty pretty underrated. Um Hell House LLC Behind the Mask, the rise of Leslie favorite Furnace. We talked Love about that. Lost, found it. Here's an interesting one that I personally would love to do. I don't know how long it is, though. Let me just check this because I feel like we might agree that this is the winner. Um, this is unfucking real. This fucking cricket is unreal. I'm gonna lose my mind. Um, this movie is 91 minutes, so it would actually be perfect. Ghost Watch. The BBC. Yo, Ghost Watch. Ghostwatch BBC is the shit. It is. Is it under the radar? Hell yeah. To an extent, yeah. right? Yeah. No, because like someone was at, I think it was Amy, Amy Amanda Smith uh, was asking me about WFN, WMUF yeah. Halloween. Halloween. I was like, it's it's fine for what it is. I hate that gets old. fucking movie. The commercials get old pretty quick to me. But Ghostwatch does the same thing. It does it far better. 
way better and way earlier. Um, yeah, to me, I that was my favorite one. Dan Wong was the first one to send that in. Um, I'm all for it. I think that's a great I, Halloween movie. I think that's a great Halloween movie too. I think and it turns a- thirty. It turns thirty in two weeks. Does it really? I yeah, know I was just looking at that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Paul, what a psychopath. Paul, you and Joe, this, that's all you literally do is like correct people on fucking movie dates that no one has heard of or gives a fuck about. <laughs> Actually, that was fucking released in September 1963. Fucking idiot. Listen, I'm just shocked that unprompted he knew two weeks it's the anniversary. That's nuts. Yeah. Um, so are we doing let's do let's do let's do fucking ghost watch uh, yeah ghost watch that'll be a fun one the other, like, the other, hey the other ones are great for the for those that submitted the other ones those are great choices for a live show and we'll go over uh we'll go over them more when it, we're not doing a two-hour fucking podcast so we'll we'll go over like all of our favorite choices on um the final episode when we announce all the winners but dan wong we're gonna send you um the the digital eight Ultra 8 4K versions of Poltergeist and The Lost Boys. Congrats. That's sick. That's sick. And and we're doing your movie, man. You're like the first Patreon pick in fucking a while. <laughs> As, <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to say it. Anyway. Um, I'm excited to do Ghost Watch though. That's gonna be fun. Fucking haunted houses, man. I'm all in on haunted houses this year. So love Ghost Watch, man. Um, Ghost Watch is so fucking good. And a lot to talk about there, too. Wait, did we do Ghost Watch for the show, Joe? Nah, I don't think so. Okay. Um, all right. Ghost Watch 22nd, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um I'm going to open up the store literally right now for everyone to start ordering. So if you're listening to this, you can go ahead and place your orders uh, over at IHateHorror.com. You just click the link for the store at the top. It'll take you over to the store. Some of our fans, uh, our Patreon members already got their merch in, man. I love to see how quickly it's going out. Um, People were saying their shit got shipped like a day later. Um, yeah, someone so, just posted before we recorded that, which is nuts because it's yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy. So that's awesome. I'm really glad because that was you know that was the fucking reason why we did it so people could get their fucking shit <laughs> instead yeah. of waiting forever. Um, so enjoy that. Um, I hate horror.com uh, forward slash store, or you could just go there and click the fucking link. Um, uh, Patreon.com slash I hate horror if you want to support the show. Uh, Instagram at I hate horror. Joe, where can they find you? Instagram, Bugnish1985. What the fuck are you doing? All's just vibing, guys. Can't hear on my left ear. What? what? Why? <laughs> what? Okay. Well, All right. Anyway, <laughs> thank you, Paul, for coming on. I appreciate you, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I appreciate Paul so much. All right, guys. Thank you all so much. Um, And for Joe, this is Sean. Or for Joe and Paul, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. You got something? Adios. Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced.